This ain't for them Gen Zers out there. Nah, they don't know nothing about this. I like you. R.I.P. Magoo, <laughs> aka Melvin, <laughs> aka whatever his other, whatever his friends called him. You know Timberland was just in the booth Just making sound effects whenever he could R.I.P. Magoo I can't understand the words you're saying You can't make Only Tiger be doing inappropriate Music Culturally unacceptable music They couldn't drop that now Dang, but even with the sad news, you know this is another episode of 30-Year-Old Kids, where you got to prepare yourself for some audio nonsense brought to you by some 30-Year-Old Kids. Here, you're going to hear us discuss what we want to talk about and then quickly forget that you're listening to some adults and blase, 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 blah, but it is I, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. uh, I don't don't really want to be called Leo 30 anymore, but (laughs) it's whatever, whatever, but I'm also uh, teen. Teenage Leo Turtles, <laughs> aka Spider Man Leotis, and I hey. am here with. There was a bug in my lunch today. Yeah, the bug flew on my phone. <laughs> it was a very uh, small little bug in my chicken chicken fried rice. I spotted it. A little tiny wheels, like maybe a gnat, but I tossed that food that so is, fast. That's upsetting. I was like, hmm. That's probably why I'm hungry right now, because I didn't finish, I ate some of it, but then when I discovered that little yeah, bug, I, that thing was thrown away, almost went, they lucky my lunch break was just about over, because I would have went back and showed them. Like, uh, <laughs> like, what is this? See, maybe if it was like towards the end of the meal, like, all right, maybe I would have wasted some of it anyway, yeah. but yeah, that middle beginning portion. Nah. And then it would have had me thinking, how many bugs I ate so far? Okay, that's the first Yeah, I swallowed a couple (laughs) Luckily I eat weird And I'll be looking at Every single possible thing That could happen to me When I'm taking a bite On that one rice (laughs) Yeah That's who I am (laughs) I'm upset Drake I forgot he dropped that wax song I'm I'm upset Then he he had the video With all the Degrassi cast in it Yeah Cause he's I don't know what that Correlates to But that's, that's Aubrey for you But uh, as always, we got to start the show off with some childlike nonsense or something childish related that we did since the past episode. So you do anything that really sparked those childlike wonder years of yours? Well, you got to see me open my custom Funko arrived from Funko. The uh, exclusive unboxing. Mm-hmm. I got to open that up. Overall, I like it. Looks like a Black Adam a little bit, but... <laughs> I ain't complaining. Uh, I wonder if they have like. It. I wonder if they have like templates in they there. Like, like Blackhead. <laughs> I give them the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> give them the dang. If somebody got the the seal, <laughs> the uh, on the I'm assuming because this is their first round. Them hair options was limited because I ain't clean like uh, like how mine is. But uh, that's what I had to go with. That was the closest because they didn't. Uh, they didn't really. They didn't have two. They didn't, that, that beard that they have is not even quite like a black person's beard, really. But it's like right. the old basketball games where you try to create yourself. Yeah, but you got to do your best. Yeah, it was not too many options. Definitely so no hair options. Yeah. So I worked with what I had to work with, but it got my name on it. it looks cool. You can 
Like, if you walk and see it and, and I say that's mine, you'd be like, oh, okay. <sighs> so, yeah, I can see it. That's cool. And it wasn't uh, crazy expensive. And I got the, um, it came in the case, so I don't have to worry about casing it or anything. So Nice, nice. So add that to that makes a uh, Funko number 100, probably. Dang, I can't even put that in my uh, Funko app where it keeps track of all my stuff. Cause that's like, they ain't got me in the stores yet. They should they should have, like, let me see if like they got created. I was say, let me, let, let me double option. check. Dang. And he said, uh, that makes it Funko number. Oops, let me go to my collection. Funko number 67. 67 <laughs> is. Keep in mind. At the start of 2020, I had maybe four or five. And then the the pandemic hit, and I was just laying in bed. I get three from WandaVision. I got to get some Funkos. And I was like, if I'm going to get those, I might as well just start exploring other options. It seems like when the MCU started adding more uh, more content. I got more, got to work. And then WandaVision was so good because normally I just, you know, I like to get the black characters. But then then uh, Elizabeth Olsen was so good on that that I had to start expanding my horizons. I started, <laughs> That's I had to, you know, I started dabbling little, into a little bit more other inclusive. races. <laughs> now I got, let's see, do I got, I got a, I got white people. I have, most of them black, of course. I have black people. I have, I'm assuming what's her name is Egyptian. That was on Moon Knight. I got uh, Miss, uh, what's her name? America Chavez. Oh, yeah. I, got I was her. at Miss Marvel. And that's, that's probably all the races I got. It's like the it's oh, like I got Goku. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, 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 he's Asian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming. Or a monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a basketball back in the day. There was like only whites. Yeah. But then it was like these black people too good. Yeah, they're jumping and stuff. We're gonna have to slowly start letting them in. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're taking over. Now yeah. your room's gonna be taken over by Funkos in a few years. As long as I keep the ratio. One day I counted, I was like, how many of these are women compared to the, the men? And it was the numbers close. Oh, so you got an inclusive workforce. Yeah, I was surprised. You need it to start made, with, the, with the addition of me. <laughs> I may I may put us back over top. You start teaching diversity classes for these companies. Yeah, <laughs> like you learn how to get y'all's Funko. Yeah, I started with a Funko, and it could this could be your company right here. Because <laughs> the Funk, even though the first Funko I got was white, it was Punisher. Huh? Then Captain Marvel. So I was already two. I was uh, deep with white, but one one uh, man, one uh, woman. But Punisher wears a lot of black. So. Yeah, and and he has face paint on the one I got. Yeah, so. so, and then that's when, and then the next one I got after that was. Was it which did Black Panther or Solo come out first? It did come out Solo? Black Panther was 2017. Solo was Solo 2017. Let me see. See, that's what happens when stuff just bombs. It just yeah. bombs, goes away, and then we Solo just forget. Solo was 2018. I was about to guess that too. Uh, so the next one after that I got was Killmonger. Then, so Killmonger was like my third Funko. And okay. then it was Lando Calrissian. Okay. Donald Glover's one. <laughs> yeah, don't do not. I used to be able to remember all my order, but I, yeah, so it was like the first four. Oh, yeah, don't even give out. Don't even get me trying to remember the order I tried to get some of these in. I barely remember the last few. It's but, supposed to put the app. Like, some of mine is in order because as I get them now, I put them into the app. So then. But them original ones, ain't no telling. Even though I'm assuming I got them in purchase order, I don't think I got older ones like after. 
Ain't no telling. No telling. Well, definitely up in that collection. One day I'm going to go back and cut, <clears throat> count all the collectibles I have, see what that number so I can be astonished. Like, huh, then correlate how much money I spent, and mm-hmm. then that just make me sad. But whatever. Um, on the child side of things, even though that sounds disgusting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did... <clears throat> I did see Ninja Turtles. I know you talked about that last episode, and I was able to see it after after we recorded last time. So we'll get on that in a second. But did something else. I purchased a Blue Beetle popcorn tin <laughs> from the movies. And I know what everybody's probably thinking. Why in the world would you waste your money and do something like that? And it's only because the way it looked. It looked cool. It looked like a little book bag type of thing. Mind you, I haven't even tried to take it out the bag to see if where the popcorn would go. So that shows you how much I don't really care. But I was like, all right, I got it. It looked cool. It's there. The Ninja Turtle ones that I was planning on getting after I was got enough confirmation from people that it was good. I was going to buy that one, but it was gone. <laughs> so, you know what happens when something there that you don't want is, mm-hmm. is gone. You make a split-second decision. And you settle for something else. Yep. So, fingers crossed that Blue Beetle isn't trash because I will be very upset and I will tell people who see it, like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's just a cool little popcorn tin. Yeah, like it ain't, yeah, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> But all right. I heard there's some Man of Steel references in uh, Blue Beetle, which would be a disaster. I mean, we already talked about it having two post-credit scenes, so <clears throat> I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I, I have and no I genuinely am considering not watching them post-credit scenes. <laughs> right. but say, first one I could probably get through because it's gonna, not going to be. But after all them credits, yeah, don't don't try me. And if the movie was already at something I didn't like or yeah, if something, it's, if it's whack, that last one is fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, I may not. I may just come home. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up on my phone or something. Oh yeah, that's what I might do. I might, I might look it up on my phone as I'm sitting yeah, in, in the, the theater. theater. I'm like, is this worth? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if they say something about bat, nope. I have a feeling it's gonna be Aquaman again. <laughs> if I see something about Aquaman, nope. I don't want you teasing this new one. I don't want anything. I don't even want another comical Jason Momoa cameo mm-hmm. that we got at the end of. I don't want none the of reason that. I think it's gonna be could be Aquaman is because he still got his movie left. That's let's, sad. Let's move on from that. Just let's delete see. it. They really should. I don't care. It don't bother me. It may bother some other people. <laughs> <laughs> delete it. Y'all, y'all let them film Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, Batgirl can and get deleted. Wiped away the footage. Hey, if that, yeah, if that can get deleted, we already seen Aquaman once. Yeah, and it's over. And they saying it's not too much different or special, especially if old girl got a nice chunk of time in this movie. Yeah, go on, get rid of that. And Jason Moore ain't even about to be playing him yeah, no more. He's on, over. he's on to bigger and better things. Let's just move on. Shark Week. Hosting Shark Week. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fine. See, that's Aquaman-ish. Yeah. That's cool. Delete that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Delete. And Gal Gadot, I want to know what she heard. I got it. I gotta know what's going on in the office. We we gonna, we gonna get we gonna get I think there. James Gunn's afraid to just say the truth to people. Yeah, he might be a yes man. No like, Jim yeah, Care. That's a good movie. And good soundtrack. <laughs> Shout out to Zoe Deschanel. Her and her uh, boyfriend just got engaged. Mr. Uh, Twin. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Twin. Fix them up, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan and Craig or whatever their names are. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, speaking of movies, um, like I mentioned, I, I saw Spider or not Spider Man. Well, I did see Spider Man, but we'll talk about that here in a second. But I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
before I dive into that, wanted to see it. Did you watch watch anything since the last episode? Oh, I gotta check that phone. I didn't go. Mm-hmm. To, I didn't go to the theaters. But did I watch something at home? Watch something on one of these thousands of streaming services. Nope, I just got? watched. I finished watching Twisted Metal. Okay, how was that? That was real good. That may be one of my favorite shows of the year. Just fun, entertaining show. Not too serious. A lot of action. I like how they did the because the video game is a like a car melee type game, and so it was. I was curious how they would do that in the show, but the way they did it is pretty cool. So, all right, Anthony Mackie, and it's violent, and it's (laughs) some of the characters are crazy, especially Sweet Tooth. I might have to go watch that show. I was definitely not even. Having that one on my radar, but and the, I have to add it to the repertoire. I was watching the boy that plays in the flashbacks when uh, that plays young Anthony Mackie. I was like, he don't really look like him, but he kind of reminds me of him. And then I was when I was watching it, and the credits came on. His name's Anthony Mackie Jr. So that's why it kind of reminded me of him because <laughs> that is his son. <laughs> For what? How old is this boy? He was like. Like eight or something. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say I didn't know Anthony Mackie had himself a little acting son. <laughs> Anthony Mackie be stayed off the radar somehow. It's kind of, kind of. I don't know if it's weird or if I just don't be paying attention. But for somebody who's been in a, you know, the MCU for quite some time and some other stuff, he just seems like he just do his movies, go back to New Orleans, <laughs> raise his kid. I didn't know he had. <laughs> just be chilling. All right. Well, definitely might have to check out Twisted Metal, but. Um, like I mentioned, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I know you gave your rave review last episode, <laughs> and I walked away from or walked away from it pretty much feeling the same. I thought it was a great movie. It was a nice little enjoyable, just enjoyable little wholesome flick about some mutant teenage turtles being kids, acting like kids, mm-hmm. using kid references, sounding like kids, yeah, actually being played by kids, <laughs> which was kind of nice. Yeah, sometimes they, they get a grown up, <laughs> just give just get a girl to do a boy's voice yeah. or a boy to do a girl's voice. <laughs> we know how it goes, uh, but no, I thought, I thought it was just a very well done film. You can tell that. It took a lot of time and effort just from narrowing down, actually making them feel like teenagers and finding the nice uh, uh, the chemistry between those those four leads. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a great job with that. I thought the uh, the animation was well done. It looks sweet. Yeah, it, it's it didn't it, obviously it didn't seem as fine tuned as your your typical animations, which was the point. Wanted to see them more like you know comic inspired and all that good stuff, but. Those those niche type of animations that we've been seeing recently from like that, um, a lot of the more indie indie movies we doing it like Kubo and the Two Strings from some years ago. Uh, obviously, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse of recent. Like when they play around with just you know being a little bit different and standing out, it ends up working for its benefit, and then it always helps when the actual movie's good. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing was good. Shout out to Seth Rogen for that. Uh, I thought Ice Cube was entertaining as the villain. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I, just, I thought all the voice actors from the big names who barely did anything. Yeah, that's, <laughs> why I was, that's why I was saying it was pretty bold to put all their names on there as if they were in the movie, really. <laughs> Especially some of those just making sounds or would say one line here or there. Yeah, I could, Hannibal Burr said like two things. Rose Burr, I couldn't, said figure, <laughs> I couldn't figure out who, who that was for a second until <laughs> she said like a long sentence. I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> Uh, but now I thought it was good. Like it wasn't like hilarious or like laugh out loud constantly, but it was just enough entertainment, enough chuckles here and there, and just enough quick pacing story. Hour and a half, boom, mm-hmm. catch it all. 
and keep it pushing. It was just it was just a nice well use of its time. Yep. So really the enjoyed that movie. Story well, nice and quick. Explained, didn't beat around the bush. It was, it was like I'm a, I was an odor rat. Mm-hmm. That's why I was odor when when, I, when we mutated. He's like, it makes sense. Cool. <laughs> Move on. That scene where they was using New York slang and she was filming them. That was, was super funny. Yeah, I thought Jackie Chan was entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he, he sounded older, and I don't know why I don't for, I don't remember that he is old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so used to like hearing him talk like in like Rush Hour and all that good Saint stuff. Carter, and I'm Carter. Not, I'm not from around here, and I don't want no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, him him talk a little bit more at this old age, especially from doing voice acting. I thought was. I don't know. It was just it was it was it was funny, but now it was a great movie. So shout out to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Definitely, probably one of my, if not the my favorite ad- adaptation of it so far, at least of my definitely <laughs> short years. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna talk. We can talk about this more on Heavy Eyes, yeah. but this one or Michael Bay's. That's a that's a debate. I can say I don't know if I I definitely didn't see the second one. You didn't with um Megan Fox and I keep wanting to call him. Terry, Tyler Perry. Oh, <laughs> he was Baxter Stockman oh, in, the, in, the, in, the, my gosh. in the live action. And then in this one, it was, was his name John Carlos. Uh, Juan Esposito. Yeah, I almost called him Juan Carlos Navarro. <laughs> and if you I don't know. watch basketball, <laughs> you like if you know that is. <laughs> they definitely don't look like twins, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, outside of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I watched one controversial alleged film by the name of Spider-Man Lotus. Fan film. Yeah, fan we, film. We can't call that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. It's fan film. I remember the, the whole hubbub when it was the whole the, the campaign to get it backed and ended up getting all that money. People was ex- very, very excited for it at first, and then... Mr. Talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's some things happening. So I honestly wasn't too aware of all this. I started looking all this up as I'm watching the movie or like right before I started it. And I wanted to go into the movie understanding that it was a fan made film. So I wasn't going to judge it too harshly. I was just going to like pr- try to shoot them some bail. Like, all right, that's cool that they did it. You know, a couple teenagers shot this. They was able to do this, blah, 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 blah. But then I read it. I was like, oh, not just the actor. The director too. Mm-hmm. Both of them racist. Uh-huh. And I was just when they were there in front of their keyboard computer type of teens where they felt like they can just say whatever they want and get away with it. It's not how life works. I don't care how many times you apologize. Just a couple years <laughs> later, it don't work that way. So I was like, all right, cool. I tell you, y'all, y'all some racist. Now I can just judge this movie how I want. And it was, and they had a premiere at a theater. See? So now that's even yeah, yeah, yeah. more reason. Now I'm just trying. I'm just now I'm just watching a movie. Watch this two-hour movie. Oh, my gosh. This was the boringest movie I have seen in quite some time. And I saw Magic Mike, The Last Dance, or whatever that whack movie was called. What did you call it on that one? No, you you, called it Triple XL. You called it it Magic Mike Triple XL. I had to to stop because I couldn't believe what you just said. (laughs) 
that was you. That was crazy. I'm glad you brought that up because that was. You said it. I was was trying to remember it because you sitting here trying to call it by its real name. That was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Almost said almost said another adjective, but that magic Mike emphasize what you were saying. Magic Mike. I mean, the second one was called Double XL. Yeah, you calling it Triple XL? XL. And the poster should have been a big (laughs) T-shirt. You wanted the poster. This is what I heard when using the uh, promotion meetings. No. I was just I was over here on Zoom. You said you wanted the poster with the triple XL T shirt on it, uh, but with one of them red circles with the cross through it. Excuse me. Saying no T Excuse me. Excuse me. You pitched it. You. <laughs> you said that in the meeting. I didn't know you was a big Channing Tatum fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him. I can't like tell. you. I, I can't tell. I mean, if, if you wanted to see Gambit that bad, I was saying cool. you're excited he's about to be in Deadpool 3 with his comic-accurate armor. <laughs> he actually, he, just throw him that bone because he's been wanting Gambit for so long. This man is in his 40s now. <laughs> see, we wanted John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic so bad that he was like, all right, I do this quick little cameo for yeah. y'all. Channing Tatum wants that movie so bad that he's willing to take. All right, I'll take a quick cameo at a different, <laughs> a different uh, franchise this type of thing, just so I can put this suit on, just so I can wear this haircut. They gonna have a uh, Taylor Kish in there too. I forgot. <laughs> Taylor Kish was on a run. Let me look him up. I know we probably did this on yeah, one he, of our shows. He has an epic run of bad <laughs> movies. I mean, the fact that his name is in as the lead of a movie of that's one of the biggest box office flops. He was in a movie with Rihanna that stunk. Uh, Battleship. He's in probably one of the worst seasons of True Detective. <laughs> <laughs> it is only three of them things. Taylor Kish, 40. Ah, boy, look at his run. <laughs> I was coming fresh off of TV because he was. They, they saw him on Friday Night Lights. They was like, "This is the next dude." Oh my gosh! Look, it sucks. Uh, he did John Tucker Must Die. I mean, that was good. Snakes on a Plane, The Covenant, Gospel Hill, X Men Origins Wolverine as Gambit, The Bang Bang Club. But this is the run. John Carter, Battleship. Boo. Yeah, I mean, that's enough, that's enough for me. I don't even got. Yeah, that's too much. He was in Lone Survivor. Okay, I remember him that. He uh, kind of stopped doing movies. He must feel, he must felt the wrath. American Assassin, Twenty One Bridges. Was that with a uh, chat? I believe that's the one. Yeah, Dang, his Chadwick. John Carter and uh, Battleship fell like twenty movies. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it, I thought it was like four or five. Yeah. Straight. I, I mean, mean, he had been the X, Titans, X Men Origins, Wolverine, John Carter, Battleship. That's three okay, in a row. Three, man, that's three big ones. <laughs> that's three. So. Miss, miss. <laughs> and, and so then, yeah, they, and then he, he was in Lone Survivor, and then pretty much he wasn't. He was taking it'll be like two, three years between yeah. movies after that. I'm pretty sure he probably did some lead movies that didn't pan out. Let me see. And then TV. See, he starts to blend in with what's the my boy. Uh, Dylan O'Brien, like yeah, that type of actor, they start to just blend together. He's on. Is this a recent show? When did this air? Oh yeah, this came out this month. Painkiller. Boy, he is. Fifth, that the Netflix show? Yeah, and he is fifth build. Oh, but is this a? It's a limited. Either way, he's fifth build. It's only so far you can get when you're a generic uh, 
Caucasian with a beard and <laughs> that type of black hair. He's under Uzo, Aduba, Matthew Broderick, Sam Anderson, and Clark Gregg, then him. He ain't them people. <laughs> he just, he's just Taylor. Mm-hmm. That name's kind of daunting. Yeah. Kitsch, Lautner, <laughs> Swift, she dodged it. Like a Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Kish. He would be he should be he would be upset you putting his name in the yeah, same boat as yeah. Yeah, he's he's the what's her name? What did she said uh what, Megan Good it was the Julia Roberts or whatever that phrase I told you what's her oh, name yeah. said on that one. Yeah, Taylor Kish is like our Leonardo DiCaprio compared to Taylor, Taylor Lautner is only thirty one years old. And he looks forty. <laughs> and he let's see, when did he he did a number on his body getting uh, getting that in shape at such a young age for that movie. The spaces in between his movies is way wilder. And you better thank Adam Sandler for some of those uh, <laughs> some of those spaces getting filled. I, I can quickly say all his movies: Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Okay. Cheer by the Dozens too. Okay. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Twilight Saga: New Moon. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Okay. Twilight Saga: Eclipse. Okay. Abduction. Ooh. <laughs> Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. Uh-huh. Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. I forgot they split that last yeah. one up. The franchise like five movies. <laughs> Grown Ups 2, mm-hmm. Tracers, The Ridiculous Six, Run the Tide, and then he disappeared for six years, and Home Team. <laughs> and then the Taylor Swift video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? It's filmography probably is all sitting at a smooth under 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Home Team is that... Movie where Kevin James plays Sean Payton. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He was probably like the quarterback or something in that movie. He, granted, he's wasn't he wasn't crazy old at the time. He just got a look of he already was all buff and lost it and got his dad bought. Yeah, Taylor Lautner. I hope you saved some of that Twilight money. I hope you got some Twilight money. Yeah, he, he should. He should. He should be cool. Cause he <laughs> might have signed one of them contracts back then where they he, locked you in. He was nominated for. It was not, this. He got so many golden raspberry nominations. It's crazy. He was he was nominated for Grown Ups too. He was nominated for, for Grown Ups too. He was nominated for worst supporting actor, worst screen combo, and that was shared with the entire cast for for, for Twilight, Breaking Dawn Part One, Abduction, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, and Eclipse. He was nominated for worst actor. Worst ensemble, worst screen couple. <laughs> is he the worst actor of all time? Because he might, he might have the, he might have the accolades. Let me click on Golden Raspberry to see who got the most nominations. He got, he got the, he, he, he got the jacket for it. He got the movies that suck. He got the the trophies. He's got the gaps in his resume. He's got it all. all right, he got me, the bad skills. I'm a. Let's see. Let me go to the 2000s. All right, so are, where are the are these the winners? Uh, okay, so John Travolta won in 2000. Okay, because he had two movies where I guess they stunk: Battlefield Earth and Lucky Numbers. Okay. Uh, Tom Green won in 2001 for Freddy Got Fingered. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna skip that one. It's people I don't know. Ben Affleck won in 2003. Ben Affleck, 2003 is Daredevil. He has Geely. Oh, he had some paycheck. He had he had a bad year where it was a little <laughs> shocking that he was able to overcome it. Cuba was nominated in 2003 as well because he had boat, boat trip, trip, fighting temptations, <laughs> and radio. He had 
Whoa, radio. Super. That's a great movie. (laughs) Superstars used to have so many movies in one year back in the day. They must have been easy to make. Okay, Ben Affleck, he won because he had three movies because he shouldn't have beat Justin Guarini in that year. He got nominated for for Justin Kelly. Yo, somebody recently told me they liked that movie, like genuinely liked it. Some people be shocking me. (laughs) Ashton Kutcher was also nominated that year because he had Cheap by the Dozens, Just Married, and My Boss's Daughter. Okay. Uh, the following year, 2004, George W. Bush won for Fahrenheit 9/11. Ben Affleck was nominated again because he put up two. Pieces. He yeah. put up Jersey Girl and Surviving Christmas. Yeah, you thought I was done. They got some nerve to nominate Vin Diesel. Uh, Rob, <laughs> <laughs> he was nominated for uh, the Chron- Chronicles of Riddick. Some nerve. Uh, 2005, Rob Schneider won for Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Okay. 2006, Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans they have to share the trophy for a Little Man. I laugh very hard yeah, in theater. That was funny. 2007, Eddie Murphy for Norbert. All right, y'all nominated a lot of comedians. Mike Myers won for The Love Guru. Jonas Brothers won, <laughs> Jonas Brothers won for Jonas Brothers 3D Experience. Mark Wahlberg was nominated because he was in The Happening Game, Max Payne that year. The Love Guru. 2010. Okay, this is what I was looking for. So Taylor Lautner, his first nomination came in 2010. Okay. He uh, he lost to Ashton Kutcher, who had Killers and Valentine's Day. Was That's Killers with um? It's that one movie with, with one the, of those white actresses. What the bad attitude said uh, knocked up isn't good. Oh, Ke- yeah, Kirsten Heigl, Catherine Heigl. Yeah, Catherine Heigl. Probably that sounds uh, like it. But he won for that. But Taylor Lautner, that was the year he was nominated for Eclipse and Valentine's Day. Robin Pattinson was also nominated. Okay. Gerard Butler was also nominated. Ooh, this for era. the Bounty Hunter. This, yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, 2011, Adam Sandler won for Jack and Jill and Just Go With It. <laughs> but Taylor Lautner was also nominated that year, so he's losing out. He lost two, two years in a row. He's like Aaron Gordon. He getting mad. I should have won those. 2012, Adam Sandler finally snatched him one for That's My Boy. <laughs> uh, but he was nominated with, this is a good little Nicolas Cage. For Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh my gosh. Justice. Eddie Murphy for A Thousand Words with a young Yar Shahidi in it. Woo! Robert Pattinson was nominated for Twilight. Of course. Tyler Perry was nominated for Alex Cross and Good Deeds. No, his hair <laughs> should have been nominated for that. 2013, Jaden Smith won for After Earth. Johnny Depp was not. Johnny Depp was nominated for Lone Ranger. Y'all should have maybe gave it to him just for being disrespectful. <laughs> Adam Sandler, of course, gets nominated every year, so he's in there. Ashton Kutcher seems to also get nominated every year. He got nominated for Jobs. Sylvester Stallone was nominated. He had Bullet to the Head, Escape Plan, and Grudge Match. Uh, 2014, Kirk Cameron won. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, okay. Now I remember these. 2015, Jamie Dornan. Yeah, that used to be your boy. Skip over. I don't know who that is. 2017, Tom Cruise won for The Mummy. Uh, okay. Uh, 2018, Donald Trump won. Okay, these presidents be catching these strays. <laughs> 2019, John Travolta won. He was nominated with James Franco, David Harborough, Matthew that McConaughey, Sylvester, yeah, Sylvester Stallone for Rambo: Last Blood. That movie came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Because I remember seeing that before the pandemic. That's the real, real violent one, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That's where he like punched somebody in the stomach, pulled their spleen yeah. out or something. That doesn't feel that recent. So I must have, I watched that during, cause I wa- when I watched it, I was like, I thought I watched it well after it came out. Did, but, we, did we see that together? I don't think I've seen this in theater. Uh, I think I watched it here. 
I pan- think. The pandemic felt like a lifetime. That's crazy. Uh, oh, uh, LeBron got one in 2021. That's crazy. He won for Space Jam New Legacy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know the great twice got And then one. Jerry Leto won last year. But I won. Okay, this is multiple wins. Sylvester Stallone has four. Okay. but Worst actors. That's his voice, so. Adam Sandler and Kevin Costner are tied for three. I don't know where Kevin Costner have been getting these, but Adam Sandler, <laughs> that's just, they're hating. Uh, and tied for two is Pauly Shore and John Travolta. So in their eyes, Sylvester Stallone, the worst actor. Man, Taylor Lautner is the only one who is not a comedian. He has nothing that we can point to that's like, that's why you suck. Yeah. It's just you suck. All right. Uh, mo- for actress, the most wins is Madonna with five. What kind of movies do she know? <laughs> with two. Tied for two is Demi Moore, Sharon Stone, Pia Zadora, and Tyler Perry. And Drag, it says. <laughs> they play him with the women. That's me. But the no- most nominations is Melanie Griffin, Madonna, and Demi Moore. What was, what was Madonna doing? Did she have a she bunch was of doing movies? all them movies in the early 90s, I guess. Okay. Uh, Her own glitters. Who's the worst director? Who got the most nominations? I gotta be M. Night. Let me see. Uh, most wins, Michael Bay, John Derrick, and M. Night Shyamalan, oh, yeah. all tied with two. Most nominations go to Michael Bay and Rennie Harlan. That's fair. M. Night only got nominated four times. I'm surprised. Yeah, some of them. He uh, had he has a run that they need to do a 30 for 30 on. <laughs> and then he had the comeback where I'm like, this is a historic comeback. And then he yeah, dropped the ball at yeah, the finish line. Yeah, now he's starting to teeter again. Uh, most nominations for uh, worst supporting actors goes to Carmen Electra. Uh, five nominations, but most wins goes to. So not only does Madonna have all of them for lead actress, she got the she got tied for two for supporting. I gotta go. I gotta go uh, read up on Madonna's filmography. But, uh, I didn't know she was out here like that. Paris Hilton also has two wins, and then oh, they got a Razzie Redeemer Award. Yeah, which is some of those people who on high on those lists should have got. All right, so this, this is cool. Ben Affleck. Had the Geely Razzie, of course, but then he did Argo. Yep. They Sylvester Stallone. It just says, oh, he, when he was nominated, he went from his all-time Razzie champ to uh, nominated for Creed. Yep. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson for directing Hacksaw Ridge after Expendables I Three. I mean, he should still be on that list. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. She did. From being a multi Razzie darling to darling, <laughs> can you ever forgive me? All right, that's not what it did, but it's cool. Um, it should have been the uh, the spy is her redeemer, and then Eddie Murphy got it for Dolomite is my name. I guess Will Smith got it for Will Smith, who's a four time Razzie winner, got it for uh, slap King Richard. Oh. And then Colin Farrell, who was the 2004 Worst Actor nominee, uh, got it for whatever movie he did last year. Oh, the last uh, band, Irish something, yeah. band, whatever that movie's called. All right, so that's interesting. All right, well, you see a lot of popular names. See, they just ebbs and flows. You got good, and then you stink, <laughs> and then you good again. Like, it just shows you got to really pick what the movies you're watching. So some of these, again... Some of these actors, actresses who pick strong movies, interesting movies, like the Leonardo DiCaprio's, those who really pay attention about what they're doing, we got to start giving these, or we got to continue to give these people the credit that they deserve for not just flying at anything just because it's a check. Uh, real quick, uh, what do you think? Uh, in 2010, they had worst eye gouging misuse of 3D. 
2010? Yeah. 2010. One of these is way too... There's no... One, this movie... Ain't no way this movie came out in 2010. Let me see. I don't know why. Wrath of the Titans is just one of those movies that I, I think about. I'm going to say, you close. Clash? Yep. Okay, Clash of the Titans. Well, it came out in 2010. This movie really did come out in 2010. Bad use of 3D. I don't think it's one of the Final Destination movies. Uh, nope, but in that genre. Saw? Yep. Okay, Saw 3D. That was a nomination. There's one. There ain't no way you can guess, because I didn't even think this came out this uh, recent. 2010 3D. And then one, I can't remember. What is this? Oh, I do remember this movie. I'll say the winner was The Last Airbender. That was in 3D? I guess so, but this movie, I really don't remember coming out in 2010. Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. In the world is this? <laughs> that came out in 2010. And that was in 3D? I guess so. I guess the, the more time just this starts w- to go by, I just start to put stuff out of my memory. And this, yeah. Because, I, of course, I can remember that uh, the original Cats and Dogs. I feel like the sequel came out came out around the same time. And then they always be having those dumb little names at the end: Revenge, uh, yeah. Kitties, and uh, Cats and Dogs. I remember the first one. I seen it. Did I see it after I left from y'all's house or somewhere when we was at children? I gotta see a screen grab of this because the name sounds familiar, but that sequel throwing me off. Cats and Dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> When did that first one come out? Sequel. That's what I'm. I can't believe it came out in 2010. Now, yeah, that first one just screams childhood. Oh my gosh! I was for sure. We were for sure. When did that come out? Yeah, that, that came out in 2001. They made a know. sequel in 2010. That's no, yeah, that deserves an award. Them kids go from. I mean, if you were a kid when you saw that, you were like a teen or adult. Hey, when they, just remake the movie then. Oh, they made a third one. Oh my gosh! The third one ain't no theater like the other ones. This one is called. Uh, it's a. What does this mean? It's a standalone sequel. What does that mean? I know what a standalone means. <laughs> but, is it like a spinoff sequel then? But this one is called Cats and Dogs Three: Paws Unite. Oh my gosh! It starred Melissa Rauch, <laughs> Max Greenfield, and George Lopez. Dang, old girl from uh, Big Bang was on there. This came out in 2020. Oh, I'm glad she ended up getting that. Uh... A little TV show then. She should have been doing they must have said that. This is one of them ones they probably recorded a long time I hope, ago. I hope so. Because <laughs> that's a little rough. They acting like the cats and dogs name is just ringing out here. Yeah, it's it's so generic and it ain't memorable. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, a border collie named Roger and a cat named Gwen are two fart secret agents. Oh, fart, my god. <laughs> fart gosh. stands for furry animals rivalry termination. Who comes They up? just wanted to say fart. Was AI writing these? <laughs> a, a, Chad, whatever. GPT Chad was GPT. writing these trash, uh, trash scripts before we even knew about it. Because yeah. those, ain't no way just a human was just popping all that garbage. Anyways, I'm clicking out of this. I done got so lost and been talking about these Razzies. Oh, don't all worry. All because of Taylor Lautner. Oh. All because of Spider-Man Lotus. Yeah, no, oh, don't That's worry. That's one of the rare times I was able to double back and get, remember yeah, how. It, <laughs> it stayed in bad. Because Spider-Man Lotus, Lotus was horrible. <laughs> It, it, it just uh, They've been talking about this movie for so long It got delayed due to their racism And then It should have got delayed indefinitely due and that, to how movie bad it is. Cost, that movie cost like a hundred thousand mm-hmm. I want to know where all my money went 
Because <laughs> there wasn't, there was barely any action. The only action was in flashbacks. Because <laughs> if you don't know what the movie's about, it's basically Spider-Man or Peter, whatever, who everyone call it, is dealing with the trauma and whatever, uh, and grief of losing Gwen Stacy. Uh, so they show, they don't really show her death. Spoiler, I'm just nonchalantly spoiling this movie. Yeah, they <laughs> just, truly don't matter. <laughs> they don't really show her death, but there is a battle between um, Green Goblin and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Green Goblin just looks how you assume he would look in a fan-made film. Uh, <laughs> shockers in this movie. Everything looks like fan-made. Uh, the only thing that looks like these these kids have some sort of talent is whatever they did to show him like fl- uh, swinging across the city and those little type of stuff. And the suit looks pretty decent for a fan-made film. Other than that, the wigs is trash. The acting is horrible. The pacing is so boring. I mean, there's so many scenes where I'm like, if y'all don't cut away I was about to from say, this moment. I've seen uh, people saying they used a lot of uh, stock footage and it'll be like showing New York City for like six minutes. Yep. And- <laughs> it, it reminds me of like when we watch the zoo shows and we always joke about that's a mad bunch of B-roll yeah, or y'all <laughs> like cut these argument scenes by five minutes, please. Yeah, they be, they be going on and on. That was this, this movie was so boring all the way up until the end where you're watching like I guess the big the big third act battle which is him having a conversation with this uh, sick kid who's a big fan of his. That's what basically helps him get back into like you know knowing his place and all that. When it's coming up, I'm looking at the I'm looking at my watch like I know <laughs> this movie is not about to end after this. There's there's not gonna be no fight, no nothing. It's just him having this conversation with this little boy and him showing him his little scrapbook. And then from there, it just kept hezy. It was just hezy. Up, oh, not about the end yet. Up, oh, not nope, not about the end yet. About to show you some more boring stuff. Up, oh, not about <laughs> the end yet. I was like, this movie is. You feel every ounce of that two hours, <laughs> and there's no reason why this is two hours. When that's you, sad. When you told me that Superman one was about thirty minutes, that's that's what that's where you need to be at. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Now I give him credit. The acting looked horrendous. That I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he don't look. He don't look the part. <laughs> He definitely can't act. That's bold, and he released it. Get that out there to the world and let everybody see this. He's like, hey, if you don't like it, it's only 30 minutes. But it's real bad. Y'all want us to watch it on here? <laughs> right, yeah, let us know if y'all want Because it's 30 minutes. That Spider-Man Lotus, though. That's not... There's, I, I can't watch that movie again. <laughs> There's, there was nothing funny about it. There was nothing redeeming. Yeah, that's sad. And, and I love, I love watching bad movies. Yeah, we be watching bad stuff all the time. Because nine times out of ten, there's something humorous about yeah, it. Yeah, like laughing. I almost pulled out and just randomly watched Fifty Shades of Grey the other day because I was in the mood to get a good laugh yeah. in. That movie stinks. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> As you saw when you said Jamie Dornan just got himself mm-hmm. a couple Razzie noms. It was because of that garbage. <laughs> I almost watched it. But this this one, I thought I was going to get the same maybe entertainment value. Nope. I was like, I'm just sitting here watching two hours of some racist content. Boring myself to sleep. I don't even, like, for the longest time, they didn't say MJ's name. I was like, I didn't know why. I don't know what her relationship is to Peter after watching this movie. I don't know what her relationship is to Harry after watching this movie. Harry was going through his own things that they spent enough time on. I don't know where his story left off. (laughs) This movie just stinks. So, shout out to the people. No, not shout out to them. Shout out to the editors who aren't racist who made this movie. Y'all cool. I I give you all y'all props for making a movie that was two hours long. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that's impressive. But other than that, this, no. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. It says at the end of the movie, it says this was made like as a thank you to like the Spider Man creators. If I was a Spider Man creator, but I'm offended. Yeah, I would want to start suing. <laughs> if, if I'm, I almost called him Spike Lee. If I'm Stanley, I am tossing and turning in my yeah. grave right now. This ain't what I, what I made this for. And, uh, oh my gosh! And who's the other guy? Some Kirby or whatever those people. Jack Kirby. Yeah, all these people. I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> that these little racist Caucasians. Oh. <laughs> what I don't even know what Lotus means. Mm, that's just like that Superman one. It's called Superman Solar. Where they get these little extra yeah. words? I mean, Lotus just it sounds delicate and boring. <laughs> so could have just called it Spider Man boring. That'd have just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Would have saved that's us all we, some time. That's what we should make. <laughs> I mean, they set the bar really low, so we can make it. We can make toys, and it won't even stop motion. You can see our hands in and everything. It'll still be better than this garbage. I movie. thought about. Uh, Doing something with the with the hands in it recently. <laughs> I mean, it, there's a a whole uh, playlist I just seen found on YouTube of all the Spider-Man fan films. Um, you got, but these some of these are short. These are all shorts. The only long ones is <laughs> Spider-Man: Rise of a Legacy. Okay, Spider-Man: Lost Cause is two hours and twenty minutes. What's up with these two? These oh, fans? becoming Spider-Man is two hours. I guess that's a, a key thing where when you start to make movies, cutting. I know it's hard to cut stuff. Now I want to watch some of these. The Amazing Spider-Man uh, fan film, hour fourteen minutes. We just I don't know. <laughs> a little mini. This is a mini series. People have been botching the Spider-Man name like they've been doing this uh, Winnie the Pooh and Grinch and all these public domain things now. Spider-Man, The Ballad of Mary Jane, Spider-Man 2, Age of Darkness, Dawn of Spider-Man. I see who's talking about the sequel titles, Dawn. That was, yeah, that was a big one. Spider-Man Vengeance is an hour. Yeah, Vengeance, huh? Aven the Avenging Spider-Man is 50 minutes. Uh, see, I might, I might go back and watch some of these. Spider-Man Balance Act. Just to see if where Lotus falls out in the pecking order, because it's at the bottom. It's forty five on this list. That's too much. I ain't saying everybody getting busy. Yeah, everybody they just just doing wonders with Spider Man. All right, we about to don't make me write uh camp camp uh hoochie daddy or whatever we decide to make. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna turn it into an actual movie. Oh yeah, I do have I have an update for uh, the more local show once we get off here that was oh, pretty yeah. funny. It was pretty hilarious, but let's just say it's not moving forward. Uh, so they lie. Well, wait to hear the reason. <laughs> they don't need to be lying to me like that. <laughs> well, it was basically because it wasn't enough fights. So that show was just plain boring. <laughs> right? So they was like, we're going to rebrand it, reshoot it, recast it. Like, y'all wasted y'all Airbnb money on that. Yeah, yeah. see, that's not what we're going to do. If I start seeing it get a little boring, that's when you throw in little poison pills. Yeah, but say, I've, I've seen enough shows. Yeah, where... yeah, you do something you know, got to know what to do to shake it up. Snow globe. Oh my gosh! Well, in the spirit of that bad bar, staying on or staying around Spider Man Lotus. Bad bar. They must not have had any alcoholic beverages there. Yeah, let that one pass. <laughs> Woo! What was that? Stinks. Was that that bar? But I roll like Cuba Bowman. <laughs> 
All right, well, so again, staying around Spider-Man Lotus, I wanted to ask if you could have made a version of a superhero movie, you know, when you were younger, kid, teenage years, you know, whatever, you know, low 20s, whatever, what character would it have been? And it had to have been like, this is you making your own little fan-made film, you know, gathering up the money, you know, it could have been a hundred K that you racked up too, but something, something that you feel is attainable also that you wanted to do. If I was a kid, it would probably in it'd probably either have been depending on what age. So we would I'd have either had a masked writer uh, <laughs> <laughs> movie or uh, superhuman samurai cyber squad or. Okay. if I had to do superhero, let's see. Let me think back. Let me put my mind into the back then, back when there was only like four superheroes. <laughs> Yeah. Really? I mean, I like Punisher for a long time, so I could be a little violent little kid. <laughs> like, you know, this kid. <laughs> anyway, if he wasn't probably black. like Wolverine. All right, good. Yeah, you got the, got the rings. <laughs> X-Men. Sorry, X-Men. I'm just yeah, X-Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so would you have gone with like the, the, the blue and yellow suit? Would you have Yeah, because to... it had been around the time we're watching the animated series. Uh, you you wouldn't have tried to like uh, uh, ground it? Nah, I did full costume. <laughs> Our Green Lantern, Green Lantern was a pro- I made a toy Green Lantern movie, so could have made a live action. Ooh, them, uh, them special effects would have been lovely. Yeah, I don't know how I would have did that. I had a flashlight in between my fingers. <laughs> and then did little hand puppets. <laughs> hand puppets. You got, li- got limited imagination. All right, all right, you got a dog, rabbit. Hey, okay. Anything else? <laughs> Hitting dudes with crosses. Ooh. All right, well, staying on the superhero genre, we kind of teased this earlier, but there's just no avoiding, like, I've been trying to avoid, I've been trying to avoid DC talk, but they just keep doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with your boy, your boy, nah. Zach, as you call him, you just call him Zach for short. No, I definitely don't like uh, <laughs> Mr. Levi. That man has been, you know, you keep speaking every once in a while, but it was just a more recent quote that he just did that just, I don't know, I just, I didn't like it, but basically... He was slamming the output from Hollywood, basically saying just too many movies uh, of low quality be coming out. So let me read his, uh, his, his most recent statement. He said, I personally feel like the amount of content that comes out of Hollywood, uh, that comes out of Hollywood that is garbage. Like, I personally feel like the amount of content that comes out of Hollywood that is garbage, they don't care enough to actually make it great for you guys. They don't. And the only way for us to change any of it is to not go to the garbage. We have to actively not choose the garbage. <laughs> It'll help. It'll help a lot. That's coming from a man that was in Big Mama's house too. Uh, uh, where is this at? Let me look at this list. Big Mama's house to mm-hmm. Shazam. There's a bad movie in between here that I can't find. That Kurt Warner movie, I'm sure it was yeah, no can't, good. Can't can't forget that. Uh, the what is movies I've never heard. Of. Yeah, the American Underdog, Shazam, Fury of Gods. He got Spy Kids, Armageddon. We know that's gonna be bad. Uh, whatever Bloodfest is, Office Uprising. He just yeah, he talks like he Alvin d- and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle. 
he talks like he does nothing but great movies. <laughs> he also is just poor timing when your big movie bombed, aka no one saw it. Yeah. And you kept saying, dang, they didn't promote my movie well. It's really good. People should have saw it. But you're telling us Hollywood makes too much crap, so we need to not go see those. Okay, we kind of took your word, and we didn't go see this last Shazam because it hadn't. We it just looked like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> nah, thanks, I, thanks for letting us know. Yeah, so it just you sound a little hypocritical. Like it just, I don't know. You just you just don't sound like his words. Just his words just sound like noise now. This, don't don't make sense. This movie I see that he's in almost sums up everything <laughs> when we was talking about titles, the movies from when we was kids and coming our big distance in between. He's going to be in Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Oh, my gosh. Dawn, we were just talking about it. And then Chicken Run, the original came out in 2000. This one coming out in... This better not be no theaters. December, Netflix. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind Still, of theaterish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just... He's just very unlikable. Let's get. I don't. He's replacing Mel Gibson, who was in the original one. <laughs> he can't. But that's that's why I almost don't want to watch that Continental on uh, Peacock. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting he's on there. Why they? I don't get that. I, that almost taints the John Wick universe. All right, because John Wick is that's John Wick three or four, whichever one we're on. It's still one of my favorite movies of the year. Which I need to watch it. Very eager to see the Continental, but. I'll just keep putting these people and stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Like Shazam Fury of the Gods wasn't a bad movie. I liked it more than Shazam. And I ain't he, seen it. He, but he just makes you not want to see it. <laughs> he makes you not want to give him his credit because mm-hmm. he just, I don't know, he, he tries so hard to be like cool and the nice guy and in touch, but Damn, he just. He already said all that crazy stuff about the strikes and stuff. Yeah, he just comes. He, he just missing. Yeah, he just misses. He just, he just don't. He just talks at the wrong time. Says the wrong thing at the wrong time. He sounds like a goofy dude like his character in Shazam is. So now he got me thinking, oh, he wasn't acting. That's yeah, why. That's them, him in real life. Yeah, that's why them characters never aligned because <laughs> he was just me and him. Yeah, he can go away. Uh, but it's cool because it wasn't the only DC person uh, or DC nonsense going on recently. Gal Gadot. I don't know what, what like where she get that information from. <laughs> she says there she's developing Wonder Woman three with James Gunn and mm-hmm. the rest of the new DC DC uh, or DCU regime. But then now it's coming out that she lied and there is no <laughs> Wonder Woman three being developed over there. So my simple question for you is. It's just come to this point, but will she or won't she be in a Wonder Woman three? Because I can't, I, I truly can't tell now. Because she, she seen why she released that information, right? She must have thought it was a go. Did somebody say go ahead and announce it? Cause she then, writes because then WB double back like, uh, ain't never. She talking crazy. <laughs> like, we didn't say that. We we don't know how likely this DCU is going to go any we further. We may not make it past the first because <laughs> if because if Superman bombs. It is over. About to say, Man of Steel didn't didn't rock the box office. Yeah, <laughs> Batman versus Superman definitely didn't rock the box office. They should truly take it one movie at a time, and if and start off with Superman, that's fine. That's the right one to start with. And if this doesn't do well, it's time to end it. Yeah, it's time to take a break. Because the only, the only one break. more popular or as popular is Batman. 
Y'all gonna just Batman us to death? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they that, are. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> they already plan to. Yeah, y'all can't don't do any because no other character is as popular as Superman or Batman in their universe. Don't do any more. It's like so creature commandos. That's why I don't get James Gunn. You gotta be safe. It's this, too risky. This is gonna be funny because you already know. Because once Blue Beetle bombs, of course, once Aquaman bombs, of course, and then we start gearing up like Superman Legacy gets made and we start to promote it, they're going to have a, a decision on their hands. Because the only way to get people intrigued is to say, the guy who made the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. franchise is doing Superman. <laughs> if that's how they decide to promote it, cool. But you're basically just, DC is hopping on the back of Marvel and it's just going to look away. But if you don't, there's no way we're going to get excited about this movie unless it just genuinely looks like a really good movie just from the trailer and then reviews start coming out and then word of mouth and then it goes on video and mm-hmm. word of mouth is still good. I think James Gunn should direct every last one of them. Yeah, hey, if, if they got to come out years and years apart, that's how it's done. Because we got Superman Legacy. <laughs> from stress. Because <laughs> the, pl- the plan is Superman Legacy, then the Authority. That's already we already yeah. that's already risky because because they already going to tease the authority in, in Superman Legacy, yeah. so which, it better which be that, which that's a better start as far as how you do the movies, but that shouldn't be the next one. But if if Superman is whack, yeah, and then it's a disaster. Because then after that, they got the Brave in the Boat, which, which is Batman, Batman and Robin, which we already going to be like we're going to be now like we're okay. all confused because we Batman got Robert Pattinson with? and then we got. Uh, Hopefully, Nicholas Holt can finally get a movie. <laughs> he might just be beast forever. Yeah, he'd be auditioning. <laughs> and then, then we already doubling back to Supergirl, a woman See, of tomorrow. This should be the super, this should be the Superman saga. Yeah, that's that's they really should. Metropolis, the Metropolis saga. Something because if Superman's whack, or if it's it don't hit like it should. If Superman doesn't do the thing, what you think Supergirl's gonna do? And if. I'm, and I'm assuming they're recasting Sasha Kaye. Or- of course. She can't handle it. <laughs> she can't handle a full movie. <laughs> they don't need to be wasting. Even even though you know she wasn't the greatest, they don't need to be wasting people's time like this. <laughs> that's, that's very rude. People got time. They got stuff to do. They have families and things. Yeah, they blocking off their schedule for years because I got to shoot this movie. Or I may have to shoot this movie. And then you're getting people's hopes up. She thinks she's Supergirl. Michael Keaton. That man is 70 plus years old and y'all, you wasted. Y'all, wait, y'all wasting his time. Like he got <laughs> limited. He don't got, he don't got that many summers left. <laughs> we don't know how long he's gonna live. He probably got some aches and bruises from these last once couple you, movies. Once you hit that doing. seventy point, anything can happen. Axe uh, Harrison Ford, he keeps trying it. Yeah, he's he's he get, there's something where he can't where it won't let him, yeah. let him die. He crashed a, a plane and survive. <laughs> and then after Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow is Swamp Thing. That's how you end off. Of, that's all over the place. This is I already this told is, him how to do it. This is yeah. Superman. I mean, we must have to remind him several Batman. times. <laughs> Whether you want to do Green Lantern or Some. Wonder Woman. But you got to do one of the famous game without Gal Gadot. You just got to start that over. Start the whole. I don't want to see any. I'm talking even Viola Davis doesn't need to come back. Nah. I'm talking John Cena and stuff doesn't need to. Nope. You have to start completely over. Yep. So we're not confused. Yes. So you don't confuse the audience. But no, they want Viola Davis. <laughs> now, in James Gunn's defense, he's probably like. Ain't nobody seen the movies that Viola <laughs> Davis was in where she played Wallet. Nobody, nobody seen these. We definitely seen them last few. Yes. <laughs> so, so you can almost get away with it, but 
You can't add a piece, man. It's too confusing. It's, this is getting yeah. You got you got stuff. And they already <laughs> said what's his name Zolo, whatever. He's still gonna be playing the Blue Beetle. No. So that means to make that work, y'all need to take all Blue Beetle references. I mean, all other DCU references out of Blue Beetle. I would be perfectly fine at this point if you know how like when Across the Spider Verse came out, they said two different movies was playing at the same time in theaters. <laughs> I'd be fine if they got a Blue Beetle where there's all these type of stupid references to Aquaman. But then once they start to figure things out, they go back, take them references out, mm-hmm. replace them with references that make sense. Like <laughs> y'all, wait, the path y'all going down is so bleak that I'm I'm willing to let y'all get creative on how y'all go back and clean this up because if I got to deal with it, all right. But I'm going to just deal with it, and I'm going I'm to judge it accordingly. So you better do what you can to make maybe when I go back and rewatch these movies and make them not feel as painful. And don't forget Creature Commandos, Waller, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, Booster Gold. <laughs> Ain't getting that far. B- Booster Gold. Five shows. Stop. And keep in mind, it ain't like they got their own little good running streaming service. This stuff got going max. And they tried to do their streaming service. They jumped the gun so fast. Yeah, they did too much. They didn't even have the programming. They said Titans. They already did Swamp. <laughs> they already did. Didn't they already do Swamp Thing? Yeah, they tried. They shot an episode or two or a couple and it just canned it. Titans, uh, Doom Patrol. They tried to do a streaming service off their old catalog in mm-hmm. Titans and Doom Patrol. Mm hmm. Remember they had that on one of these shows we did. Oh we was gosh. reading off the thing, and they did, had a little live show. Where they talked about DC news and stuff. Oh yeah, and there was a whole bunch of episodes. Yo, DC is a joke. Marvel didn't even do that. <laughs> put us on Disney with uh, Star Wars and what may have you. See, this is why I always go back to we need to appreciate what the MCU is doing. They might not be hitting it out the park for a lot of people sometimes, you know, especially recently. And, yeah, in this in this phase, but. But what they have been able to do consistently over, what, 20-plus, 30-plus movies, almost 10 TV shows, connecting them all, getting actors to come back for the most part, they're doing a lot of juggling in this world that can throw so many curveballs, and they've had they've been consistent for the most part. DC jumps the gun every single chance they get, and they always live to regret it. If they're not doing solo movies by themselves... If they're not like Christopher Nolan, say, hey, can you can you do anything with us? If he's if he's not touching it, then they're not they're not successful. And can't forget that James Gunn said also there's some video games that's gonna be in no. this. Stop. <laughs> and then you got your Elsa Worlds, which consists of, as of now, Teen Titans Go. <laughs> that's already Teen Titans Go, they don't touch us. We've been going, we've been doing thing. Joker, Joker, Foley Adu. The Harley Quinn animated series, Superman and Lois, which, oh no, no, that's not the what I'm thinking of. That's still going on, Superman and Lois. Uh, mm-hmm. The Matt Reeves uh, movies, including Penguin. and No. Oh. Uh, then we'll see if that uh, black uh, Superman ever gets made. Never getting made. And then they said the sequel to Constantine. It's not happening. Y'all can't forget that super, new Superman show on... <laughs> Uh, is that that's, is that not DC Elseworlds? It's everything that's not related to their franchise is good. <laughs> Joker was good. The Spider Man or Superman show was good. Teen, Teen Titans, Titans Go is, Teen Titans Go to the movies good. Teen no. Titans Go good. Good. That Superman cartoon new one's good. Batman Matt Reeves is good. Good. <laughs> Force that to be the universe. I don't care if there's cartoon Teen Titans in the life. At that, this point, I don't care. <laughs> 
because <laughs> y'all are just y'all that Robin should be in the Batman movies. It should be Robert Pattinson and the cartoon Robin. Yeah, he comes to life. I'll take anything because whatever y'all doing is not working. It's not working. That's crazy. Like I like DC as a brand, like a comic. Those I bought more of those comics than Marvel. But what y'all doing on the film side? Yeah, nasty. It's making me not look like y'all from the brand side. And that's that's a little haunting, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. They better not flop. They need to take their time. They need to slow up. Slow y'all's road. Don't announce now it's one movie at a time. That'd be good. They should have did 10 years off. Took a 10-year <laughs> break. Just make toys. Yep. Let's, comics. Yeah, make get your, the comics get rolling. Make your money that way. Make a cartoon universe. Do something different. That'd be sweet. Make something. everything be cartoons and all the cartoons connect and stuff. Come up. Step your game up. Come up with cool comics and then base these movies off this new wave of comics that y'all just made over the yep. last 10 years. And do one at, and one at a time. Come. Just one. Superman. Announce yeah. it. <laughs> Batman. Wonder Woman. I guess. Green Lantern. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> you got to take it <laughs> and one at a time. Don't think about the next. Y'all can't do it like how Kevin Feige does it. Yeah, no, you guys no. already... Just do it one at a time. That may make them come out good. Two and three year increments too. Mm-hmm. So we don't see we don't see Superman again for about ten years. Yeah, we gonna be looking crazy. <laughs> y'all, y'all was worried about uh, Henry Cavill being a. Yeah, it's cool. I can't believe Gal Gadot said we're making Wonder Woman three in t- this She's new nuts. DC universe. So like you said, James Gunn either is a big liar. I think he was just telling her what she wanted to hear. He <laughs> big yes man. He was scared. She's thirty eight, by the way. How old is Henry Cavill? That he's too old. To be Superman, but she ain't too old to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, Henry, because wait till we still got Cleopatra got come out. People got to get mad at that. When Henry Cavill's only two years older than her, so he's fine. She got that uh, Snow White movie or whatever where she's the the villain. Uh, she got some movies to come out. She keeps throwing these bombs out on Netflix. Yeah, she just dropped Heart of Stone. First of all, for a while she was just doing cameos. Yeah, that was her thing, the cameo queen. <laughs> All twenty, she had, she was in four movies this year. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty impressive, and three of them it was probably a combined of two <laughs> minutes, maybe. <laughs> then Heart of Stone. She That's got, crazy. She got, Snow, she got Snow White next year. That's nuts. She Fast. was in Fast, whatever Fast X for a total of ten seconds, maybe. Mm-hmm. Flash. She was in there for about what a minute. Shazam. If that, Shazam a minute. <laughs> and Heart of Stone or whatever that movie's called. Yep. Where she plays Rachel Stone. Gal Gadot, this is why I say when it comes to picking your movies. If y'all if y'all just want the check, that's cool. Yeah, let's see. Let me look at her. Fast and Furious, Date Night, Night and Day. It sounds like her movies whoa, just whoa, being called. Fast and Furious was her first movie? Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's what all cracked it off in 2009. Uh, Fast Five. Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7. So she ain't really, she hadn't been out of uh, movies really. She really hasn't. Triple Nine, Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, Criminal, Keeping Up with the Joneses, which in my, when I read Date Night, that's what movie I was picturing. (laughs) Wonder Woman, Justice League, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wonder Woman 1984, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Red Notice, Death on the Nile, Shazam, The Flash, Fast X, Heart of Stone. So outside of Wonder Woman, and I'll, I'll say outside of Fast, she's done one, two, three, four, five, seven movies. 
See, some people be getting roles, and I be forgetting that they get them off of like one one movie. Mm-hmm. That's what she she got hers off of the Fast Sagas. Yeah, so let Vin Diesel run DC. Yep, because he know how to cast them. That universe he, will be comic accurate. He will be Superman probably, <laughs> <laughs> and Lex Luthor. Uh, he will. I want to see. I want to see a Vin Diesel movie where he's playing multiple characters. I mean, he's, this, it's about time. Because that, that, that's what we need. Because <laughs> he's about to start alienating all his castmates, so he's going to have to do multiple roles. He's about to play the whole cast of the Fast family. And they're going to fight each other, and they both not going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to drop down to a stalemate. Vinny D. All right, well, speaking of muscles, whoa, whoa, That's a what? crazy transition. What? <laughs> that was awkward, but... Uh, the Craven director, because mm-hmm. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Muscles, Craven. I didn't say any of that. You made that translation. I was just trying to piece it together for you. That was crazy. But the Craven director says the movie will be a tragedy. <laughs> he shouldn't use them words. <laughs> he shouldn't use terms like that when talking about your movie. <laughs> and I quote. Sony probably doesn't want me to lead with this, but the story is a tragedy. When the final credits roll on this film, if you're if you've been paying attention, you won't have that feeling that this is that this is all going to end great. I don't think he realized how crazy that sounds. That's insane. I get what he's trying to say, and he really shouldn't have to explain that if Craven is a villain. <laughs> but the way Sony movies work, usually by the time the end of the credits come, we're like, this was not a good use of my time. <laughs> So tragedy is a nice little nice little word to explain it, but you know that is foreshadowing. I don't like that. <laughs> it's a little dangerous. That movie about to be bad. Because don't forget that little drop of lion blood turned him into an athlete. <laughs> don't forget that we're not getting that movie this year. We're getting it next summer. Oh yeah, the end of next summer. <laughs> I don't like when they push back the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just let it happen. Who cares if they wouldn't have been able to promote it? And so it don't need promotion. Y'all anyways. probably need to fix some stuff because y'all did something. <laughs> y'all rewatched the movie, realized it stinks. And the more I'm hearing about Madam Web, which is that's still bold to make that movie. Yeah, it's very bold. It sounded <laughs> at first I was like, it actually sounded kind of good. But now the more I'm hearing of it and the longer it's taken, it starts to sound yeah. whack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Sydney Sweeney talking about I hope I get to be in the MCU. Stop it. I'm like when these people sign on for these movies, do they they must not know nothing about the how the yeah. universe and stuff work. They just sign their life away and fingers Tom crossed. Hardy was lucky. He got that in t- during, just because of timing and because it was funny. Y'all other we ain't gonna ever see Jerry Leto. Never. In the MCU, I, I'm scared of what Sony made <laughs> trying to pull and put that man in Venom Three. Or, they bet. I'm hearing they're saying a uh, Vulture. Stop it. It's going to be in Madam, or one of those movies. It's going to be the Vulture with the mask on again. It's not going to be Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton should be. He should say, I'm not doing any. Rick asked me. <laughs> he said, I don't care what my contract says. I'm no longer wasting my time with y'all. If y'all ain't bringing back my black daughter in the movies, then I ain't, <laughs> then I ain't doing them. <laughs> oh, but speaking of the nonsense that the Craver director is talking about, I wanted to ask you. What's a movie that ends, you know, in a tragic manner or with some bad news for the leads that's like one of your favorites or one that really stands out to you? So movie ain't got a good ending. It don't end well for the lead characters. Sad ending, whatever you want to call it, but it's one of your faves. Um, 
I don't know, for some reason, the first one that came to mind is probably because of how recently it was watched was uh, Smile, how that didn't yeah. end well for the lead. Um, yeah, you can go down the, the, the horror movie. Oh, Ambulance. Yeah. Well, like, but he was kind of, he was like bad. <laughs> he was bad from the... <laughs> yeah, but he was cool, the, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say like talk to me. That's one of those again. Like a bunch of horror movies could do that. Yeah, horror movies. Um, the Departed probably for me because everybody got oh, yeah. <laughs> clapped at the end of that movie. What Fruitville Station? Oh yeah, there's like one that's on the. I can't. What is it? Because Mike, this is because Michael B was dying in all his movies at the Pretty time. Much. <laughs> King of getting killed off. What movie am I trying? It's like a movie I'm trying to think of, but I can't think of it. Magic Mike. For some reason, I don't. That's what you think about. <laughs> you thinking about uh, making? If you pull off Magic Mike Four XL, that's Whoa, insane. That's that shouldn't be on nobody's whiteboard. <laughs> that shouldn't be anybody's brain. Mm-mm, no. For some reason, the movie Widows keeps coming to my head, but that's n- by no means one of my favorites or anything, and I can't remember how it ended. Yeah, all I remember is that scene where, uh, what's his name, Daniel Kaluuya knocked that person out the wheelchair and was stabbing his legs up, even though he couldn't film. Oh, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya was good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was probably one of his best performances, because he was good as a villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think just the really just the departed for me in uh, in Fruitville Station because Fruitville Station should be one of those movies you shouldn't watch more than once, but I've seen like three or four times at the theaters. And then, oh, I know one for you, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix. Didn't that end with a uh, uh, what's her name? Jean Gray dying? dying. Yeah, or I don't know, getting absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chronicle. That's an actual good one. Yeah. Well, technically, uh, homie was he went on a nice little uh, trip. Oh, yeah. Even though all the kill all the rest of them died. Yeah. <laughs> that sequel never turned out. I mean, that was a bad for like a, the the director, that was a bad little end for him because yeah. yeah. once that movie shut off, it was Curtain. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Josh yeah. Shrank. Yep, Joshua Shrank. Whatever he's doing nowadays. I'm gonna look him up. You only thirty nine years old. Mm. Waste of talent and potential. <laughs> Dang, even on Wikipedia, he got his years active as duck like it. Yeah, it's done. It's finished. I don't <laughs> care what he's doing. I can't be bold and tell that man he's that man. He, he came he Chronicle was so All good. Right. We out we out the jump. He he earned Fantastic Four just off of Chronicle. Then mm-hmm. he made Fantastic he made Four. Fantastic Four. And goodbye. And then he had all kind of. Didn't he do some stuff or say some stuff? I know he was very hard to work with allegedly on Star Wars. So they oh, yeah, snatched he that didn't from him real that. quick. He did get Capone done uh, in 2020. So? He must have been talking crazy to people behind the scenes. He's probably saying, I made Chronicle. Y'all can't talk to me like this. Let's see. Did they announce that Star Wars movie post or before Fan... They announced it before Fan Forestick. Yeah, that we saw That's Fan too Forestick. crazy. Chronicle had that man in everybody's sights. Uh, and... Trank admitted that there were several scenes he was unable to film, making a director's cut highly improbable. Of um, what? Oh, fan stick. So, and the way that movie was going, it wasn't going to be good. But several outlets say that he was dismissed from Star Wars due to due to issues during production of fan stick, primarily a lack of communications with the film's producers, and that Lucasfilm had decided to pursue another director. 
ain't got time for that. Yeah, he, he's uh, immature. He ain't got time to be working on this. He got lucky with that little found footage movie. In 2020, following a five-year hiatus from directing, Trank wrote and directed his original Al Capone biopic, Capone, with Tom Hardy starring. It was released on Video On Demand. He said he was developing a television series about the CIA starring Hardy. So Tom Hardy, he liked that, man. I want to, but... But what is he? What happened? Where is he at now? Nowhere. That man got blackballed. <laughs> he better do him a movie with Mel Gibson and yeah, get the get the king of the the people that no one likes. Get them all together, make y'all a little whack movie and keep it pushing. That's crazy. Dang. Don't get Shia in there though, because Shia got talent. <laughs> I can't believe Shia. Hey, well, speaking of uh, bad endings for people, your boy Tory Lanes <laughs> got sentenced to that uh, ten years. For, uh, you know, shooting your favorite rapper in the foot. Definitely not my favorite rapper. Oh, I thought it was, but shooting your favorite rapper in the foot or whatever. (laughs) But um, that's not really what I want to hone in on. I want to hone in on that letter that uh, Iggy Azalea wrote. When Iggy Azalea. Uh, The the letter that Iggy Azalea wrote for, you know, in his defense, or she wrote for the lawyer, you know, every doing court cases, people got to write letters in defense of the peoples and whatnot. So... I want to just pull that letter up and read it because I found it to be a little humorous. I don't know about. Why are you pulling that up? I'm gonna pull up since I pull up her classic freestyle. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. Let's let's hear them bars because she was trying to do that Kendrick freestyle, which is very weird. Right? Like why? Why there? Was she in L.A.? Was she feeling that L.A. spirit? I feel fucking hot. Let's go, Iggy. First of all, why is it stopping? Uh, that's still horrible. That was. Uh, don't get it misconstrued. It's Iggy. That was not. one of the worst raps <laughs> of all time. It's Iggy, not Jigga. Uh, Iggy Azalea, but you know. Uh, that, that was just to set it off. So yeah, you yeah. can already. She's already unlikable because of that. She's already trash. Her music stinks, but. <laughs> Here's a here's here's a letter that she wrote in behalf of Daystar Peterson, aka Tory Five Foot One Lane. Why he go? His name is already Daystar. You don't need a stage name. <laughs> Your name was already crazy. <laughs> yeah, you really should just kept that. You better not use that name in jail. Because if they hear a man by the name of Daystar strutting in, they gonna take the well. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to sound crazy. <laughs> They was having fun. Yeah, they was gonna switch some letters around. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> he went in as Daystar. Okay. So they put a G. They were having fun. They were having fun, but uh, Iggy Azalea said. 
Dear Honorable Judge Hereford. <laughs> I don't know why that, that, that part was funny in itself. she didn't think this was going to go out to the public. She thought this was just going to be the eyes for, this, uh, for the eyes of the judge. That's why, that's why you ain't supposed to say or do nothing that you don't want nobody yeah. because everything going to come out. Especially if you're a celebrity. You just got to assume it's just going to the public. But she goes, I'm writing to you in regards to a case in your court, the one versus, you know, with Daystar Peterson. My name is Iggy Azalea, and I've been a successful musician for the last decade. She's lying. Right, off the jump. She's lying to a judge. Off the, what decade? <laughs> so that, that means 2013 to 2023. Is that what she's saying? That's what, that's how, unless, you can shift the decade whenever you want. It's still 10 years. <laughs> And I just cannot fathom when she was successful for a whole, a few years within a 10-year period. Let's see. Her first album came out in 2014. Okay. So let's start it there. 2014. Her second album, I didn't know it existed, came out in 2019. Five years in between. And she have any hit records after Fancy, after Black Widow? Her last album was 2021. Um, apparently she's only, she got one tour. That she, what is she talking about there? That she went on her hits. Let's see. The new classic went platinum. She called we, that album the new classic. Yeah. The, her last two didn't chart. Okay. So that's um, successful. Let me look at these songs. She's always been very, um, confident. Work went platinum. Bounce did nothing. Fancy, of course, went platinum. That was her hit. Black Widow, platinum. Beg for it. I don't remember that, but that went platinum. This is all in 2014. 2015. That's when the curtain started to... Uh, she didn't even make it through a full... <laughs> Ice spices at her year mark. So we'll yeah. see if she's still... Yeah, Iggy Azalea made it about a year before she started throwing out these songs that ain't charting. So 2014, she had her little Fetty Wap run. Is that what she mean by the last decade? She just she keeps... must mean literally like last decade. Because <laughs> <laughs> even that song with Ariana Grande was 2014. Yeah, she had her. Was she on Grand Hustle? Yeah, Ti was done with her very quickly. And oh yeah, because and Travis Scott just. Uh, he's done all. He's off of Grand Hustle now. I forgot he was even on there this oh, long. Yeah, back when that was like in the Al Faro days. Mm-hmm. He's been. This is his first. Utopia is his first album not on Grand Hustle. Oh, Ti probably mad. <laughs> I was getting a little check quietly. From yeah, me. I was getting a little bit of money. <laughs> Took Kanye stole you from me. But uh, it, so she said that nonsense in the first sentence. Don't even need to be repeated because she says more. I've sold over sixty-five million records throughout my career. Had number one hits. On the Billboard Hot 100. She's telling the truth, unfortunately. Okay. And broken records previously held by the Beatles. What records are you talking about? She probably had one song on for a certain amount of one week on a certain specific chart. Yeah. She's nuts. <laughs> My music has been nominated for six Grammys. And I have a multitude of other musical awards. Do they say you need to run down your... Um, yeah, I... They, they want to know about yeah, Daystar. Daystar, yeah. They don't want to know about you, but okay. Maybe she like, they ain't going to know who I mean, who what I mean by Iggy Azalea, so I got to remind them about all these accolades. <laughs> Throughout my career, I've toured with some of the biggest acts in music, from Beyonce to Pitbull. That makes me want to look. 
She that's I mean, you said she did one tour. Her one she she headlined the new classic tour in twenty fourteen. What opening she act had, for a Beyonce tour she, was she? She had two canceled tours. She went on the double XL freshman live tour. She went on the Tyga MTV Jams Presents Closer to My Dream Tour. She went on the Rita Ora Aura Tour. She went on the Rita Ora Radioactive Tour. She went on the Nas Life is Good Tour. She went on the Beyonce Miss Carter Show World Tour. Was she like the first opening? Let me see. Second. She got to have been one of those people when those people were still coming in, getting their refreshments, getting their merch. Because this was from 2013 to 2014. She probably did a show or two. Yeah, where does she? She's stretching the truth, is what it really seems. Yeah, like. she's putting extras on it, and this don't seem. I don't, from my knowledge, you ain't. You don't have to talk about this when yeah. you write one of these letters. You could have just said I've been a successful musician for the last decade. It would have been a lie. Them Pitbull tours were recently, like last year. Pitbull, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what well, okay, Dolly. I've also collaborated with everyone from Britney Spears to Jennifer Lopez. Okay. What does that have to do with Daystar Peterson? And that's not the really. Criminal. They're two different artists, but they're not two different out of the, the stratospheres. You should have said something like from Britney Spears to T.I. or T. I. Yeah, had something. To Gosh. <laughs> In short, like yourself. She's talking to Daystar or she's talking to the judge? <laughs> In short, or in short, you're like yourself. I'm great at what I do, and I'm well respected by my peers. See, that's when now she's getting all out of pocket. Who who told her that? Yeah, who told you was great? Who's your peers? Yeah, let's ask your peers. That's what he should have did after he read this. He should have called some of her peers up, like, "Hey, y'all respect this uh, Iggy Azalea person?" Like her bars, hey. <laughs> like call Playboy Cardi, like, "Hey, uh, you- I forgot." Right. They have a child together. That's why people were so mad that she wrote this because she was complaining about him beating up on her. And then now you take a oh yeah, write this letter for this man who was <laughs> shooting at this woman. But whatever, that's wild. Becoming successful is incredibly hard to do, and maintaining success is even harder, as you showed. The, mu- <laughs> the music industry is not designed to empower artists, especially not women. You learn to expect misogyny at every turn, no matter how you've personally. No matter how much you've personally achieved, sadly, I've spent my entire career battling sexism and bad behavior behind the curtains. <laughs> you can't after all that flexing she did. Right, nah, I just I don't care. One unfortunate consequence of that is I am a victim of abuse myself. Okay, we understand. I must make note of the things I've suffered through so that you understand definitely I would not write to you on behalf of an abuser. In fact, it's the very person I felt it in fact, it's the very reason I felt it imperative I share my viewpoint as a woman in music in regards to Daystar Peterson. You are presiding over this case, and it would mean a great deal to me if you please let me share with you why, quote-unquote, Tory Lanez is far from your average entitled rap star. She do one little battle with Jordan Lucas and you call him a rap star. <laughs> I believe in justice, and I know you do too. You're dedicated to your life's work. Uh, you, you've dedicated your life's work to it, and I respect that deeply. That's why I'm taking the time to do this. Because I know the person you are understands in order to, tr- to truly conclude what a fair sentence is. You need better understanding of who the person you're sentencing is at their core. Excuse me, Spam. Judge Hereford, I was elated when I saw your name in relation to this trial because you have a reputation of being a very fair judge. Whoa. She just got awareness of judges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't know you was like that. You should be watching all them court shows and reading court documents in her spare time. Also, just real quick, she's 33 and Playboy Card is 26. 
So when they had this kid, I don't know what the major. Yeah, he was being was. a child. The major was a little crazy. You was expecting a little too much from that man. You hear his music, it sounds like noise. <laughs> In fact, it's one of the reasons I was saddened Daystar had subpar legal, legal counsel and did not take the stand at his own trial. That's on him. We've all been frozen in fear before. That's as far as like, <laughs> that yeah. sounds crazy. Frozen in fear from what? Letting yeah. He was frozen as he was letting them gunshots he off? Was, he was shooting her. The unfortunate side effect of his choices, he's been painted in the most unrecognizable way to you, the jury, and the public. <laughs> he shot somebody. Even if he didn't shoot somebody, he he, he has shown a tendency to have an attitude Yeah, problem. he's done other things. He was slapping uh, August Alcina when he wasn't getting handshakes after this happened. He was going nuts to anybody that would listen to him, saying he would do this and that. Yeah. The leaked footage from him spazzing on, was it Travis Scott in the tour bus? Oh, yeah. He's just been a, a menace. He got short man syndrome, man. She probably says something about his short, shortness, his hairline. And he probably got the snapping. But I, I digress. She continued. Daystar Peterson is not the pest you've heard about. He's a gardener. He helps others bloom. Any leniency you may corny. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm not reading no more. <laughs> I want to crumble this up. Kobe did it into the trash and kept it pushing. <laughs> Any leniency you may afford him would be something you could be proud of. Don't tell me what I'm going to be proud of. <laughs> you see, lowercase Daystar has been helping me from the moment I met him. Our paths crossed in 2008 while working in the same recording studio. Okay. Although he was writing music for another well better artist than me, he took the in initiative to come to my room in his break time and play song ideas he'd written for me too. Why was he doing this? <laughs> this, uh, this resonated with me because it's highly unusual for someone who's already very successful to want to help others as uh, horrible as myself. Music is competitive in that way. We've remained friends since... And what I've come to understand about Daystar is he's genuinely passionate about helping others. He will go out of his way to help someone he sees like even a glimmer of greatness inside. Although he's an incredible songwriter, it's my belief that it is his true gift. Seeing what could be and becoming the driving force to make it happen. He battled and overcome some incredible odds on his pathway to success. And in many ways, he's still battling now. I think that's one of the reasons he's always fights so hard to elevate others. Probably because he's so short and he's using having to reach up. So he's always trying to help others reach up too. One of my favorite examples of this is the story of how he came to hire his personal assistant, Mario. Daystar was stopped at a red light when his window, uh, with his window down when a guy in his early 20s yelled from the sidewalk, I'm chasing a dream too and I'll do anything to work with you. I'm working for Postmates. Please let me give you my resume. Shockingly, Daystar took his number, called the next day and interviewed him for a job. He wasn't in need of another employee. Still, he created an internship and later a full-time job for Mario. I've seen him silently help people empower themselves in this way time and time again. He creates space for others to be great. I deeply appreciate the person he is and never witnessed him loose. Loose. Not loose. She didn't double-check this or double-read this proofread or whatever the term. He never I, I never witnessed him loose his temper, or raise his voice at a woman. Oh, my gosh. He's always been, in <laughs> been incredibly respectful of me, and I refuse to believe that he would do anything in malice, especially to a woman. Never. I've witnessed him defuse so many sticky situations with kindness and humor. He is the least, or he is the last person to loose his cool. I've never encountered his jealous, raged-filled person he's accused of being. 
I've known him to be someone who's always bursting with happiness. <laughs> why she do? Why did she do this? She sat and wrote this. Uh, I really hope she didn't. I really hope somebody else did. <laughs> That's insane. In the moments you want to cry, if you called Daystar, he would find a way to make you laugh. Since Daystar remains in jail, many of his employees are left without work. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I took it upon myself to hire six of his staff members full time. The rest I couldn't afford. I did not. I did this only because they are great heart. I did this not only because they're great, hardworking people, but so that they remain in a position to transition back into running his business when he's completed his sentence. Because they're definitely going to want to work with him around that time too. I'm doing all I can to make sure he's in a position to come home and get back to work. Oh my gosh! Ten years from now, I hope <laughs> I hope that you'll consider a sentence that allows for this to be transform or transformational and not life destroying. Not only for Daystar, but for his family, son, and the countless others who depend on him and are committed to helping him reach his full potential. If Daystar is able to remain in the United States after he's served his time, I would employ him without hesitation as an executive producer on my next album. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. In fact, I've already hired him for the job prior to his conviction, exclamation point. I guarantee you, here she goes back to the comedy again, I guarantee you he has a significant income and in work awaiting him upon his release if you would kindly consider a sentence that does not require deportation. I'm assuming she men mentions uh, or means as being able to work on her album as the executive producer. Yeah. <laughs> I've remained in close contact with him during his incarceration. I am confident he has already gained positive insight in regards to this, uh, to this experience. He leads a prayer circle nightly and is already empowering others during his time in jail. In fact, when we spoke last week, uh, told me he's, he's he told me he's glad God put him in jail. He didn't say that. <laughs> he said this is an opportunity for him to humble himself and soften his heart because he's been going nuts. <laughs> Ironic to hear one of the kindest people I know strive to become even kinder. Nothing's adding up. I'm not shocked. It's who he is. Wa wa uh, watering and shine. Watering and shining light on others until something beautiful grows. Here she goes again, bringing that uh, that old uh, that metaphor back full circle. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to hear what I have to say in relation to Daystar's character. Kind regards, Big Iggy. Yeah, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't read a funnier letter in some time. All that t talk about all this. So that I don't care about him going to jail. I don't care that she thinks she has a career. <laughs> what I really care about is, as kids, we've talked about hating people for no reason. Mm -hmm. We know kids do dumb things without regard to what the repercussions could be. So I wanted to ask you, as an evil little kid, what celebrity would you have wished to have went to jail just because you didn't like them back in the day? Sadly, it had to be Hillary Duff would have been. Yeah, she would have had a life sentence. <laughs> <laughs> She's been behind bars, and I don't even know what she did. Nope, because I like the Lizzie McGuire, or whatever that show, Lizzie McGuire. I like that show. <laughs> she just did something that something just... triggered where it, <laughs> where it made it hard for me to even into adulthood. Like, I don't really mess with Hillary yeah. Duff. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, and I have nothing to pinpoint. I remember when she went on that little hiatus from... Hollywood, and then she slowly started to come back. I remember sitting there like, 
remember not messing with you, but I don't know why. I have no clue. <laughs> I just didn't like didn't like Hillary Duff. Uh, I, if I can take a time machine, I would go back to that very moment, whenever that moment is, to figure out what was that she trigger. did. She did something. She probably said something about Bow Wow or something. I don't know, <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> I, that was almost got Fifty Cent canceled. Thank goodness. Yeah, he was able to withstand that story. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter, who keeps coming up on this podcast somehow. He had Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, same time. Yeah, Double that's probably she must have talked crazy about Aaron Carter. Yeah, and was, I was like, all right, I don't mess with no Hillary Duff then. Before Earthquake came out, because yeah, after Earthquake came out, he would have d- d- went to jail too. Yeah, <laughs> threw that into the trash can. <laughs> it was burned coffee, but <laughs> still, yeah. the, the message was sent. <laughs> uh, let's see. Were we kids when Machine Gun Kelly came out? Because <laughs> I don't like Machine Gun well, Kelly. As adults, he would be, he would be <laughs> he going to jail. could possibly actually deserve it based off of some of the things of underage women, he said. Yeah, and if he, if he went, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I, just like I didn't mind that Tory Lanez, because I'm not a big Tory Lanez fan, so. There's Tory Lanez songs that I liked, but it don't hurt me none to never nope. listen to them again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. I'm perfectly fine. I went and took them like songs off my Spotify playlist. Yeah, but it's not a big deal. I don't know why people hold on to I'm like, he's gone. Yeah. I don't need to hear him anymore then. He ain't that good. R. <laughs> R- Kelly, that's like. Pulling a, a newborn baby from their mom, yeah, removing yeah. those songs from my playlist. It's tough, but you got to do what you got to do. They, they act like Tory Lanez done made just so many great songs. Mm. You know, I'll, I can, I'll just never, I won't listen to them. I'll listen to the songs he sampled. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to them originals. All them T-Pain songs and stuff. Yeah. He was I'm good. I don't care yeah. about chicks tape all like that. Yeah, so. Hey, yeah, so, yeah, Hillary Duff. Currently, went Machine Gun Kelly yeah. behind bars. Like, sorry, y'all. Yeah, I gotta. Granted, Eminem put him behind bars with Kill Shot, but I want him behind the metal. Yeah, I don't even want to see you in pictures. I don't want to see you drinking Megan Good's blood or Megan Fox's blood, whoever's blood it is. Yeah, we know uh, Jonathan Majors with Megan Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any uh, Jonathan Majors updates <laughs> since it was my man Good? Yeah, you know I'm saying try. I, mean, I call him a man because you know, <laughs> he man did something bad. Grown man. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that face. I'll never get over his age. Yeah, thirty three, looking like he's sixty. <laughs> and going through, he's going to look bad after this. Uh, yeah, he's going to have think, a full gray. You think he uh, works out and stuff, dealing with all this stuff? He better like, get some morning lifts. He needs to to get some frustration out because if he because if he's not, he's going to do it on women. Be careful, Megan. <laughs> <Good. laughs> she might walk around with him to the thickest of sunglasses that's covering her cheeks. <laughs> I hope we ain't do that stuff, John. <laughs> Right, you my boy with an asterisk. Yeah, <laughs> a, a big asterisk. A couple of them, yeah. just in case you missed the first on one. On both sides, <laughs> both sides of his name. But we're gonna speak about domestic abuse here soon. Because <laughs> there was another zoo, sh- another episode of a zoo show dropping. You know, somebody on there is a, just an, an unapologetically a, a, a proponent or a, a for abuse. But before we get there, something else in TV. Um, I haven't really uh, watched too many new shows because I'm still watching Bel Air and Marathon in the Office. But I finished the first season of Bel Air. Walked away from the first season feeling like Carlton. It's probably one of the most annoyingest characters on TV. <laughs> Alfonso, he is rolling over in his grave or bed. Queen size, king size, whatever it is. I'm sure that America's Funniest Home Videos is paying him quite well. Mm-hmm, next to his... uh. Caucasian wife. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm sure he's straight. So he's rolling over and on that whatever threat count. 
just tossing and turning watching this because this Carlton is a Coke Xanax head. He's so annoying, so emotional. He runs to his anxiety about everything and just like his real world issues. I don't like hearing come from his mouth. His hairline, no, my hairline is not strong, but his hairline is just, it just makes his character even more annoying. <laughs> he, he's just, uh, he's, he's just unlikable. So that's what I took away from that last season. <laughs> Will, he's try, he tries. He's just no Willard. He's just no Willard. Uh, what's his name? Uh, plays his dad. I don't know if anybody has seen the show, but there's a famous comedian. Oh yeah, actor Marlon. Yeah, he 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 plays Will's father. They try to have like a confrontational spat, like kind of how we saw in Fresh Prince when uh, his little driver dad came back. This got a little bit more aggressive in the terminology that was used and on the dramatics. Again, it was just it was just a very dramatic show. Now. What I say, I liked it or enjoyed it. I don't know, but it was still <laughs> strong enough to where I was able to finish watching it. It had had some re had some continuing on quality, but as we've talked about, we just have a tendency to just continue things that we start as long as it's not too off putting. Yeah. This, this wasn't too off putting. I was able to finish it. I'm in season two now. It seems like they're starting to play around with the. Uh, Storylines, as I, as I figured, they wanted to get all the highlights out the way with season one, start to tra- trail into original territory. Some of it don't make sense, <laughs> but I'm going to still watch season two. I'm on episode two right now. It's not looking any stronger, but I'm going to continue watching. And that, and that is my Bel Air update. So <laughs> I know you mentioned you've been watching Twisted Metal, but any other shows you've been watching recently or anything else on the TV side that's been catching your eye? Not really, besides cartoons and things, but, uh, yep, that's it, really. All right, well, twisted metal. then we can slide over to the guilty pleasure segment, because, as always, Zeus has been, not always, always, but of recent, Zeus has been doing a double feature month Sundays right now. <laughs> new episode of Krishan and Blueface, Crazy in Love. New episode of Jocelyn's Cabaret, Season 4. Let's start with Crazy in Love. New episode just dropped last night. Watched it. It's about 40-something minutes long. 30-something minutes was an in-car argument <laughs> with Krishan and Blueface. After watching this argument, I now firmly believe that he is her pimp <laughs> and she is unknowingly his prostitute. <laughs> because in this argument, because it, it was after that he made her take a lie detector, detector test, she kept felling somehow. <laughs> Uh, it didn't make any sense. The The person conducting the lie detector test was like giving commentary off the, all the fails, and it sounded like he works for Zeus. But they get in the car, and they start battling it out over what's actually lies, and that leads to other things. But you come to find out in this argument, none of her money goes to her. <laughs> it goes to him. Okay. She kept saying, I've already paid you back. He's like, no, you haven't. I haven't recouped anything from you. So then I start the the wheels kept churning. So we all met Krishan when she was on Blue's little baddies, baddies house or whatever his version was. <laughs> she came out victorious, lost a tooth in the, within the battle, and then origin story. And then she's been with him ever since. Now I guess it would make sense because what was the point of that show? I I never watched the show. Yeah, I ain't seen it. What were they What were they vying for? To be his girlfriend? To work with him? 
whatever it was. You see, he seems to be actioning all the all the things that he said. I can make you pop, make you famous. Did it? So he made her. He made her go off and do all these things. It's making sense why she keeps doing baddies pregnant. That's crazy. <laughs> this, this, all the stuff is starting to come together because she kept saying, she kept saying, or he kept saying, "I never needed you." They Zeus was coming to me and Wack asking for a reality show. I've been turned that down. Natalie been wanting me. Lemmy been wanting me. Everybody been wanting me. <laughs> I did this for you. The only reason I did these reality shows was to help you get money. Those club appearances that she does, he gets paid for them. All this other stuff. Then they, of course, they're talking about staying together, not staying together. Of course, he told her, you can go on and leave. I don't need you. Uh, they talked about fighting each other. And she was. he kept saying he's not abusive. And she was like, yeah, you are. You start that. And he was like, no, you fight me. Then I lay you out and I knock you out. Like he kept saying different variations of that, just owning up to the fact that he'd be beating her up. He don't even care the cameras is on. Nope. She he see acts like what he basically asked her like what are the mean things that I've done to you? She started out with the obvious, you're verbally abusive. He went verbally abusive. <laughs> As he was verbally abusing her for 30 minutes straight, the, the, the conversation carries over into the house where he's continuously verbally abusing her, saying that he made her who she was. She said, it sounds like you're taking away the credit that God deserves. And he says, yes, he don't deserve that credit. I do because I made you like he was going nuts. This show is one is a classic show because it has so much hilarious, mean things that they say to each other. But then it has these very long, drawn-out, uncomfortable moments. And that is what this argument was. I'm sitting there uncomfortably laughing at some of the stuff that he's saying because he could care less about it. His true feelings are just going to come out. So I don't know. He he is either the best villain of all time or this is just who he is. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know what Based it is. Based off them little videos he be posting about his son, uh, making sure his son's not gay. It's <laughs> him in real life. So Blueface is going to start being in this category of legends only because he is the most evilest person I've ever seen portrayed in my life. Then he backs that up with hilarious songs or he'd be saying the same thing in his songs. And it, it helps that his rap pattern is all offbeat and crazy. He says it in the most monotone voice over the most West Coast style beats. Everything just makes for him to just be a, a classic villain. So. That's crazy in love. Krishan and Blueface, these two children are the new age, or they're like Ike and Tina on steroids. They're <laughs> Bobby and Whitney on steroids. It's just, it's, it's great. It's crazy. But on Jocelyn's Cabaret, mm-hmm. it was more, it was a more tamer episode. Now it's still hilarious. <laughs> but there was like, there was nothing from it that was just like call out worthy. It was just another hilarious episode. Fights, um, the way they go about the elimination process is hilarious. Just the, the just the lines that come come, uh, come up throughout the episode and the way stuff progresses to the next is, it's just comical. So if you enjoy Jocelyn's Cabaret, it's just another hilarious episode, another hilarious addition to Zeus's catalog. So shout out to Zeus, double feature Sundays. <laughs> go go check them out while you have the chance because the the way these uh, streamer services prices is going up. Yeah. Zeus going they gonna start uh gonna start tipping like the Disney pluses and that'll, be, out, that'll be outrageous. Cause they be on them charts high. <laughs> no one give them that credit, but they be up there. 
And I know they shows can't ain't that expensive. Can't possibly be that expensive. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But uh, yeah. Speaking of Krishan, apparently she just fought, and I assumed beat up Whoa Vicky yesterday. Literally yesterday, because because <laughs> they just leaked that Whoa Vicky pressed charges on Krishan for assault. That's crazy. How does how does I don't even understand how these things happen in the house? Somebody talk start running lips. She's on that one too. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Vicky's I mean, Krishan is on pregnant six, seven, eight. However months pregnant she is, she is currently filming Baddies East, fully pregnant. I didn't know she was on that one. Mm-hmm. She went on the last three of them bad boys, counting this one that's about to come up. Which is why I say Blueface has to be her pimp because <laughs> there is no way a normal person would go on these shows. Pregnant with the stress levels that they be offering up. Getting beat up by a pregnant lady is That's embarrassing. Trishana wanted she yeah. <laughs> she's she a little strong. We want that uh, baby to come out healthy, but if I was woke, Vicky, I know exactly where my punches like, is. You better get away from me. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get crazy. I'll, I'll blue, be kicking all I'll wild. Do the blue face special. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already know Once I seen Will Vicky's name on there I already knew She was gonna get The pause put on her Sometime soon uh, And Krishana's a track star Who's 23 So she's in her prime And she got them hands From Baltimore She's not somebody I would wanna be messing with That's insane But alright Well anything uh, On the guilty pleasure side That you wanna shout out I know Again 600 pound life Still on hiatus Yeah I don't know What's going on there really? You know who uh, Crip Mac is No he, he's a personality from, uh, I think he's on No Jumper and all those shows. But he he's obviously a crip. Of course. And he has 55th Street like tatted on his face. And okay. he, he talks, all his words got five in it or crip or uh, what did he, something... He'll say like "beautiful." You gotta have blue in it. That, that's, uh, that sounds just too difficult. <laughs> or stuff, but... He's not a, to my. I don't. I don't know that he him uh, being ever being a rapper, but he was on the uh, this yeah or la, this past weekend's GTX card battling another crip, but uh, named Active. That's Active Civil War. <laughs> Active is a. Uh, he's um. He's been. He's a veteran. He's been battling from probably the beginnings from the grind time days and all that. Crip Mac was terrible. <laughs> He, I ain't never heard no rhyme patterns like that. I, that must I, be a I'll, give, I'll give him the credit for that. He had a rhyme pattern I ain't never heard before. Is he from the West? Yeah, he's from. He must do something a little different over there. But this was unbelievable. He's not a. I mean, they they did a, a disaster book this battle on purpose because he knew it would go viral with Crip Mac. But I I wasn't expect. I thought I was expecting a rap. I don't know what Crip Mac was doing. But <laughs> Poetry slam. <laughs> I should pull. I think I should pull it up because. This, this is it was the fifteenth anniversary of Grind Time, either Grind Time in general or Battle Bay. I can't remember. So they went back to the uh, ninety second rounds they was doing back then. He was doing like twenty five second rounds or something. Well, <laughs> he like get up, get in, there and get out. He ain't know. He clearly never watched battle rap. He ain't know what he was supposed to do when crowd was reacting because he did say. He, he actually, even though as bad as he was, he might have won the third round. And Yikes. then, and I, I was about to give him the second round because he said something funny. <laughs> that person must have took them other rounds off. Yeah, I don't know what active active started struggling. They started. Uh, I think he forgot his material or something. Oh, Jesus, thing. but that should have been an easy win. But that did something that came up. Uh, I watch a lot of battle rap. I know not everybody watches that, but it was very humorous. <laughs> 
That's no the same card bone? that uh, disa- Disaster Battle, Easy to Block, Captain. That was a good battle. A.K.A. Uh, Bel Air. Yeah, the villain from Bel Air. <laughs> that was a good battle. I, I gave it to, I actually gave it to Easy 2-1. And then who else battled on that? The Saurus and Hollow of Dawn battled. Uh, what was that other headline? And then right, so y'all, y'all probably wouldn't know the names. Uh, everybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> so, <laughs> They're like, nah, I know these. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't know about A Ward and Frack. Yeah, some of these little dudes I like won that battle. These little dudes I be playing basketball with actually know about battle rap. I'm like, I don't like y'all know about battle rap. <laughs> 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 All right, well, you know, I always know we gotta uh, bring up that running list of thirty, where I got thirty right. topics. Always keep thirty. Started where we last left off. Run down the list. Give you a topic from past. Could be week, months, years. Who knows? Based off of how quickly we get through the list. We want to stop. We stop. If we uh, if you don't, we're going to keep it pushing like a what? Crow cart. Lamaze class. <sighs> All right. So starting at number one, Ryan Coogler rebooting, is rebooting X-Files. We staying or we going? We can stay on that. Okay. All right. So it's the first time in a while where the first one catches your attention. But look at the name. You earned, Ryan Coogler earned me just being like, let me know what's more about that or whatever. If he would have said James Gunn rebooting, and I like, okay, I like James Gunn's movies, yeah, but, but his name right now ain't yeah, working yeah, where I don't like scat. I'm sick of talking about him. I just want to see it. I don't want to talk about him, but yeah. he just, he won't, he won't let it die. He won't let it die. <laughs> but uh, one one of these days, we got we should do a, um, Actual like top ten list of our like favorite directors. I'll be curious to see where the great Ryan Coogler falls on that because he got a one of the best filmographies, at least to start his career out. Mm-hmm. So, but that's for another time. But the question is, what sci-fi movie would you want to see Ryan Coogler reboot outside of X Files? Even though it's like a show or whatever. I don't know why though. When you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was Eight Legged Freaks. So you let us go with the first thing that came to my mind. The first thing that came to my mind. So you can make that movie a little horrif- uh, horrifying. You can probably make it good. Because people are terrified of spiders. Yeah. Make one of them spiders very, that spider very creepy. Michael B. Jordan doing the motion capture for the spider. Seeing him, seeing him in the creep. <laughs> him in a, oh, reunion with him in a, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? I almost he, said something disrespectful. He directed Venom 2. Tom Hardy? Oh, uh, oh um, Mocap Man. Yeah, King of the Mocap. What's what his name? Adam Marty Richard. What is his name? I can't think. I don't know why I can't. His name is usually just always there. Golem. 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 Caesar. Caesar. His name? Andy Circus. Yeah, okay. I didn't even Oof. have to see it come up. Like, it popped to my head. Sheesh. Uh, him at a reunion, him and Andy Circus playing spiders. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, I can, I can I'll, I'll just stick with whatever. I can see it. I can see it. Ain't nobody, they don't need, he wouldn't have really nothing to go off of because like nobody remembered remember the first one. Yeah, or like a gritty Star Wars movie. I would about like, like uh, somebody illegally selling uh, lightsabers. Yeah, and which drugs. there was an episode kind of on uh, Visions, kind of like that. Actually, I do, I do, I definitely would be down for a Star Wars. I'd be down with um, seeing him do something like if the Matrix ever got redone by like a a person that wasn't the Wachowskis, the Wachowski I, sisters. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. But other than that, I'm, I'd pretty be down with anything that he does. I, he, he's a smart man. I, I trust him. Mm-hmm. 
right. Well, that is the running list of 30. So next we're going to have, uh, going to start at the next slot and update that list and see where we end up stopping at. But before we, you know, abruptly get on out of here, as we always do, you know, we got to end off with something a little adultish. So uh, anything boring in your adult world happen that you want to put those people to sleep to? Mm, not this week. Well, lucky All you. All childish stuff. <laughs> lucky you, because I, I think, I don't know if I shared, uh, I think I shared my uh, internet story last episode. If I didn't, then I made it up in my head, but uh, still in the process of updating my internet, and it is very annoying, because, see, these are, these are the type of adult decisions you don't really, got, that you really don't want to think about or waste your time thinking about. You think it should just be cool, but as with anything... Hiccups happen and delays happen and it just causes you to worry about something so stupid that you really wish you didn't have to worry about. <laughs> but I got my internet updated. I got the technician came out on a, uh, I believe it was on a Wednesday. I thought I was getting uh, a certain type of internet. That wasn't the case because they can't do that internet around my house. But that's not what they told me when I signed up for it. <laughs> they, I get it. He comes out on a Wednesday. Can't fully set it up because of some stuff outside with the wiring. You know all that technical issues. So he said, "I'm gonna have somebody come out. Uh, I'm gonna have somebody come out here soon." So. You know, I, I didn't like that answer, so I c <laughs> consistently bugged this man on things that I was trying to sell just to see if I could capture his interest while he was sitting there fiddling around with stuff. Ended up walking away a few dollars richer and sold him something that I've been trying to sell. <laughs> couple, you know, if anybody needs some jerseys out there, holler at me. I'll be, I can be your uh, corner bodega homeless person out there selling stuff, <laughs> but whatever. Sold him that. Uh, another technician came out the next day. He swore he fixed it. I was like, all right, cool. Internet looked all good. Signed into it. Kept... Literally kept cutting in and out. Said it was connected, then wasn't connected. Said it was connected, wasn't connected. So I'm annoyed. So I reach out again to see if I can get somebody abruptly here fast. Yes, internet not working. They was like, we got you. Somebody can come uh, that following Monday. I was like, if I didn't have any other internet connection, because luckily I didn't cancel my other internet service, kept it there just in case. Again, adulting, I got to think... I got to think a little bit ahead. I can't just be making decisions and then hoping they work out because you never know what could happen. So I luckily still paying on this other internet, still got it just in case, came in handy because they said, yeah, we can do, we can come out on Monday. I'm like, that's about five, what, four, no, three, that's too long. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, it's about four days really that I could have potentially been without internet, but it's cool. I already got the other one. So they came out, he confidently said he fixed it. <laughs> But he said you're going to be running at about 95% because, again, the wiring in this old establishment. I paid for 100 though. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> y'all didn't say, y'all didn't ask me no questions. Y'all said we can put internet up out there. Y'all should have thought about this before I signed up. So now I had to do an even more annoying thing, which I don't trust this internet. So I'm going to let it get, I'm going to give it about a week. So as I called the other internet company. Luckily, this lady was a lot quicker than the other man that I expressed my annoyance with last episode. Again, if I made this all up in my head, my apologies. <laughs> Called her. She helped me out really quickly, but I tried to get the internet pushed back a week. There's like, well, I mean, we could do that, but you still got to pay the full amount because you're already at your billing cycle. So I was like, <laughs> I got to pay for this more expensive internet as a backup for this next month, just in case this other internet in this iffy area might not work at the capacity that I need it to on all, all aspects. So now I got to have two, pay for two internets at the same time. It's crazy. And the reason, the only reason I'm really doing this is because I went and checked my other, like, uh, my other devices, make sure the internet was working correctly. On my TVs, I have YouTube TV. 
All the other apps were working fine. It was playing the show, whatever, whatever. But when I would move to the other, uh, the new internet on the YouTube TV, it just wouldn't work <laughs> on multiple different TVs. So that's my main source of watching TV. So I ain't about to figure out how. I ain't about to do no deleting of the app and re putting it back in and re signing back in. I ain't doing all that. So I'd rather just pay the extra <laughs> internet for a full month. Just to make sure everything is working copacetically, just in case I don't, I need to cancel the new internet and keep the old crappy internet that I have. So I would say all that, and, uh, all that just to say, sometimes adulting can be very annoying and very boring. It always is. <sighs> I did do something with that. I got my tags from my vehicle. That's annoying too, because <laughs> you got to go in. Like, should I get them from the mail? Should I go actually go in? I definitely got mine in the mail. Yeah, because when you go in, I ain't doing all that going in. Yeah, because now you're like, okay, I gotta find the right time to go in. <laughs> before work, I'm gonna make it to work on time if I gotta yeah. be there at a certain time. Go after work, are they gonna be closed? Do I gotta anticipate a line? Do I gotta go to a certain location? That should be downstairs. I was too busy focused on the Funko Pop one. <laughs> that guy gets in the house. And <laughs> hey, who cares? Tax is tax. Funko is more important. I got time. <laughs> if I get pulled over, just tell them, like, hey, I looked at my Funko first. Yeah, my birthday ain't come yet, so yeah, I, I, was, I was I wanted to get that done early. <laughs> Usually, I wait until you know. A month or so after <laughs> in typical I, had, I ordered my tags ahead of time once had them in the house didn't put them on to about a month or two after and they yeah, were just sitting there you gotta take your time that's sad <laughs> sometimes I just put it in the car and I'm like that's closer yeah they pull me over huh? granted it's just a sticker all I gotta do is just sit there yeah, and put it that's a lot of work I'm a lot of work I'm tired you get, you get in the car out the car you ready to just get to where you're going you just put your sticker over the sticker right yeah okay I'm just making sure I ain't alone yeah I got 20 stickers out there yeah, behind that other one my, mine's all sticking off <laughs> I ain't doing all that extra stuff. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if anybody pills theirs off. On the corner, it looked like a rainbow. You see green, <laughs> yeah, know, white, you see yellow, blue. <laughs> it looked like the multicolored posters when you flip them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, hey, it's either that or get a new license plate. And that was That's not happening. <laughs> and the last time I went into there, they were like, you want a new license plate? Nah, no, mine is still legible. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't, there ain't nothing wrong with mine. I remember my license plate was so bent up from like I got in the or somebody hit me and it bent the license plate up like crazy. And I went to go get new tags and they was looking at the license plate like, I want to bend that straight. They, they told me you gonna need to get a new one. I was like, I it could still be red. All you gotta do is just take get the hawk and tell him to just slowly <laughs> bend that bad boy back in the position and we all good. <sighs> all right. Well, this has been another episode of 30-Year-Old Kids. It is I, as always, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Teenage Mutant Leo Turtles, <laughs> a.k.a. Spider-Man Leotis. And I am here with... Joaquin Pennysworth. And you know, we always got to end this off with the uh, bathroom.